And she's like, how is this on a tuck? I'm like. Yeah. Um, I mean, I understand that you could put it on a tortilla. I don't just wonder who came up with that idea. I think it was Some my. Other, one of your mom's <clears throat> pot roast with Italian dressing kind of thing. I think it was one of my mom's family recipes. Recipes. It's not really a recipe because, I mean, they were poor when they were growing or poorer when they were growing up so it's more one of those situations like what old meat do we have in the fridge and potatoes are cheap so cut that up cook it and say call it a call it a meal so then she did it for us so i just know how to do that and it tastes it tastes good well yeah but tacos are less things than that i mean you add lettuce and tomatoes and cheese do you not put cheese on those tacos you can i i didn't it's not a taco, then. It's like a casserole it's, with tortillas. It's cut up potatoes and meat on a tortilla, and I put some salsa on it. That is a, definitely a casserole. Why is that a casserole? How the fuck? How how the fuck are you gonna put a casserole in a tortilla? You can't just call anything a taco. You just can't call anything a casserole. <laughs> yes, you can. No, you can't. <laughs> There was, what is it? I think it's a uh, soup, or no, a sandwich or a salad. You have to classify every food as a sandwich or a salad. How do you describe soups? <laughs> soups? Mm-hmm. Salad. Why? It's just a very watery salad? Uh-huh. Mm, no, I don't like that. Ouch. Spaghetti? If I'm just sandwich. Eating, what if I'm just eating cooked chicken? sandwich <laughs> salad it's just a meat salad <laughs> did you cut it well i cut it to eat how did you cut it a knife a knife no <laughs> uh slices cubes slices chunks well i mean if i cook an entire chicken tender or chicken breast mm-hmm. i slice a piece off sandwich if it were chunks it'd be a salad <laughs> what <laughs> This doesn't make any sense, and I don't like it. Well, this is not for you. Who is it for, then? Everybody else. Well, I'm going to classify my food as uh, a taco. I don't like that. I don't like that. Well, you can get the fuck over it, because I didn't make it for you. Well, I wouldn't eat it anyway. Well, you're not at my house, so I would never go to your house. You have before. No. No. (laughs) Wrong. Wrong. That wasn't your house. Um, Oh, yeah, it was Savannah's house. I just (laughs) that's not wrong (laughs) I do not have any stakes or claims legally to literally anything (laughs) you do to that uh, what do you call your personality Uh, awful trash Mm. that trash personality well there's multiple kinds of stakes in that there's multiple personalities Mm mm-hmm or horribles, both. Oh, oh. <laughs> all right. One, two, three, and four. Now uh-huh. It's all coming together. Uh-huh. It's all coming back to me now. <sighs> no, Celine. Classic, classic, classic Celine. Um, I was gonna say something. This is about your pot roast again. Oh my god! I swear to God. 
I have not even made that pot roast in a while. You're just obsessed with it. You literally have the other day. You were like talking about some meat with Italian dressing. I never said that. You keep bringing it up. Because it's fucking weird. It's not fucking weird. What do you put on your pot roast? Is it not the same thing? You just put a bunch of oil and some water and some Italian seasonings? No. I use spices that are not Italian. Oregano. <laughs> Basil. <laughs> Rosemary. Red peppers. Red pepper flakes and Parmesan cheese. You're just a bitch. And then while I pour it, I say, Mamma mia. Mamma mia. What a spicy sauce. <laughs> You're such a bitch. And then Thomas comes up and slaps me at the back of the head. Oh, garlic. Say, oh, God, yeah. Garlic is very Italian. I've only heard of the Italians using garlic. Mm. I don't think anybody else does. I, I think British people think it's too spicy. Well, I would agree. <laughs> Have you ever tasted flour? Oh, goodness. <laughs> goodness, that really gets my taste buds just... <laughs> searing. Um, I make dinner for children. Uh-huh. And let me just tell you that they don't care for pepper. Like black pepper. Well, I don't think that they don't necessarily care for pepper. They don't care for things that are not beige. Valid. Mm, fried. Yeah. Just... You, hamburger potato tacos would be a big hit here. I don't think so. <laughs> it's fries. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck? This is not a taco. This is a sandwich. Shut <laughs> up. This is a salad. This is a salad on top of a tortilla. Uh, no, they, they, I mean, I put ground beef in there, but it's really just American cheese and Mm. beans Mm. in their tacos. And they're like, ooh, gourmet. Okay, but hear me out. Beans are delicious. American cheese? No. If we took a spring towards Colby Jack, uh, that could be better. Um, but, yeah. American cheese. I only like American cheese for one purpose. Grilled cheese. Grilled cheese. That's only it. Only for grilled cheese. Ooh. Hear me out on this. Uh, fancy adult grilled cheeses. Have you ever, like, made fancy adult grilled cheeses for yourself? Sometimes I spring and I'm like, ooh, what if I got, like, Munster cheese? And, I don't like, care for Munster. I don't really care for soft cheese. Well, it's good for making Oh no, I was just grilled cheese. Cheddar. It, but that's so I'm not going to do that. American takes cheese. a while to melt, so then your bread cooks much faster than your cheese. I know. Okay. Shredded. Oh. Okay. Seems messy, but all right. I'm I'm with you. Uh, no, well, it's I definitely. I, I mean, you got to dirty a grater. Okay, that's not what I meant. But continuing, um, Munster, or you could even go, or I actually do both. Um, jalapeno Gouda. Jack. Oh, and Gouda. Gouda is really good too. Three cheeses on there. Uh, you can even put like some smoked turkey breast in there. Uh, a couple tomatoes, maybe some onions if you want to. Goat cheese. You could put goat cheese. I hate goat cheese, so I'm not doing that. Oh, I want you to put M- it. Remember that time that I cut goat cheese? My mom was like, Chris, are you drunk? <laughs> That's not what she asked. You were double She's fisting got, earlier. Chris, and... sweetie, sweetie, uh, you don't need to cut that. <laughs> As I've already cut. Three-fourths of it. Of crumbling. Just co- completely just crumbled, messed up, just disaster. Yeah. And you were like, well, Kath, I think I think I do. I think I do. I think I need to finish this job. I was completely sober at that point, so <laughs> I was drinking that the is entire a... two-hour drive up there. Uh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> just wasted. You sit in the back seat and you're like, I got, I'm watching a video. 
How was I sitting in the back seat? I drove. <laughs> Science man. Bailey. <laughs> yeah. The, she, she's scared of every single thing except for driving. She just loves it. No, she's scared of the driving too. That's why she's always so frightened because she's like, he makes me drive. He makes me drive. I don't want to do the drivings. And she just puts her paws up like this. Me, 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 me. And just has her tongue out. It's <laughs> just panicked. <laughs> that's what she, that's just normal. It's normal baseline. Mm-hmm. Baseline panic. Well, I feel that. Speaking of driving. Oh. Cheers to that. <laughs> speaking, speaking of driving, I'm going down to Angleton tomorrow for my second vaccine. <laughs> so let's cheers to that. I'll Are be, you gonna be you're gonna be vaxxed. I'll be fully vaxxed and ready to go. Vaxxed, mm. snatched, or it was an SNL skit this weekend. It was, oh. it was, it was, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to be vaxxed and I'm going to be ready to go, honey. I'm going to be a space slug. <laughs> space slut of the galaxy. Um, yeah. I'm, that is my job. Oh. <laughs> my bad. Um, but I'm uh, I'm feeling good about. It. I'm actually kind of nervous. Why? Because everyone always says. Well, uh, heard a lot of horror stories about the second vaccine. Oh yeah, did I ask? Were you feeling unwell for your first one? No, no, no. Uh, the only thing that I had was the like the first shot arm, where like I like couldn't lift my arm that night, and that was about it. I worked out after it. Oh, let me tell you, Mama, I was fatigued oh well you had the full range of things and because you only had one shot John- johnson johnson and jansen yeah the three three j's three j's you got three people inside you yeah Ooh. not only am i vaxxed i'm also jaxed <laughs> anyways i was like i don't think i can move to get up to make supper do you remember those commercials whenever uh you were uh when you were whenever we were children oh yeah the, the one the girl was, was like deflated <laughs> deflated on the couch like <laughs> look that's like, what happens to she's you when... so boring now that she started smoking pot and, and now I'm, I'm like, like i wish i could be that relaxed honest honestly if i did that i'd just be like "Ooh, look at how fun i am <laughs> look how skinny <laughs> look at how deflated I am. i'm a little wide but i'm very very thin <laughs> Ooh, look at how flat my body is. You guys ever seen an arm do this? Ooh. Yes, Chris, we have. Okay, shut up. Shut up. I'm going to go break into the Walmart because I can slip through the crack in the door. Ooh. Google plays for everybody. Uh, yeah. They're like, you can get in, but you can't get out. Touche. Mm. Touche. I can live in there, though. I can live in Walmart. Did, weren't there... I feel like there was something that happened when we were kids, that there was someone who lived well, in a Walmart. I'm 100% sure that people have lived in Walmart. Oh, absolutely. There's... Yeah. Well, and not even the 24-hour ones. Yeah. I'm talking, like, ones that close. Yes. I... I Yeah, I... Yep, yes. Well, I thought there was one that, like, lived in, like, a... Ta- in the toilet paper, like, thing. I think that was a cartoon. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was King of the Hill, wasn't it? I think so. <laughs> Yeah. Wasn't that like Joe Mangione or something like that? The bugler that they were all obsessed with? Uh, no, I don't know. I thought it was John Redcorn's son. No. Mm. Anyways. Um, Buckley. Is that Was that his name? 
Buckley was Luann's boyfriend who died. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So I'm pretty excited about this uh, this shot, but I'm also nervous because I'm afraid of the side effects of a second shot because I've heard different differing tales. Um, some... oh, gosh, I wish that you had to do the podcast that day tomorrow. Uh, oh, I had to do it on Thursday evening. Some people say it lasts for quite a while. Yeah, mine did. So I'm not good. mine lasted until the afternoon of the second day. Okay, so it might wear off by the time I get get here on Thursday evening. It may not, <laughs> because I've heard some people be like this. I've... So I'm here to talk about some spooky no, things. No, you just be like. Anyways, so yeah, he killed a bunch of people, and then uh, he went to jail. And <laughs> it wasn't good. It wasn't your great. turn. <laughs> Go ahead, Spencer. Oh, Chris, your topic was only three minutes long. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't really do much. It, he, he killed 146 people. It's not crazy. It's not that important. It's not, not really worth talking about. <laughs> yeah, that'll be me. Um, well, that's what I'm worried about. I don't know like how my body's going to react. I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to see. Because some people said they, they had sore arm, worked out later that day, and that was like Nick and uh, a couple of people from Galveston said that. Uh, another person from Galveston was like, uh yeah i was just like completely dead to the world until like the next day some people i see on twitter was like yeah i slept for 18 hours i was like holy shit what am i supposed to be like what what how what how how am i preparing for this uh i don't know i have no idea i think that if i could have slept for 18 hours i probably would have. yeah (laughs) yeah i don't know i don't know how because i i I don't do well with uh body fatigue (laughs) so if i have body fatigue i'm not going to want to move anywhere or do anything which is fine i can work from my bed that day but will i want to work no no especially since it's my second to last last day so i'll be like mm. be like i didn't get my songs and you'll be like okay we, we didn't send them sorry bye close this computer yeah. <laughs> out i'm out of here uh yeah we'll see we'll see what happens uh <clears throat> but i'll keep you guys updated on thursday because I'm pretty certain that anyone who listens to this podcast is also listening to the other podcast. So. Nope. No, no. Totally different audiences. Yeah. Well, I mean, they technically are, but uh, we I only just... have like 10 fans. <laughs> yeah. Only our fans. Only fans. <laughs> only I mean, 10 fans. I don't think that's what that is. What? I you don't... don't want to have an OnlyFans. We do only have fans. I have a bunch upstairs, but there's one right there. Oh, that is oh. the paper ones. The oh, ones. oh, clack clack. Yes. Anyways. Anyways. Um, I'm gonna do a little pause. Yeah, I just had to pause to tell you that you're a fucking idiot, and I didn't want anyone to hear. Well, you just said on the podcast. Oh, so oh, I just did a wrong oh, thing. No. Oh no, oh, it's no, gone. No, 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 oh no, 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 that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger in the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and our minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to studies, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to wor- reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs? Baked Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Baked Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, 
human-grade ingredients, and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BigBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Big Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 25% now using promo code SPOOPY15. SPOOPY15. Big Bones is an LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Big Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S. Need your bones ASAP or want to support small businesses? Big Bones are now available at Man Ready Mercantile in Houston Heights or at Man Ready Mercantile on South Congress in Austin. Big Bones. Wow. Oh, that's great. Um, since we were just talking about getting vaccinated, do you have any travel plans coming up? Um, I was planning on traveling to the fridge to get some Reese's Pieces Ooh, from that's the freezer. A pretty good travel plan. But... You can also book your next vacation with our friends at Cruise Planners. Cruise Planners is rated number one in the country. Aside from the fact that these guys are an LGBTQ-owned uh, business, they are also a veteran-owned franchise. Uh, Cruise Planners was also co-founded by a member of our community. As your land and cruise experts, they provide the best service possible and work closely with all forms of travel, including other LGBTQ-owned uh vacation suppliers no matter where you are in the u.s cruise planners can help you if you can dream it the cruise planners can book it so call today at 210-560-1325 or visit our website at ilctravel.com that's i-s-l-e-c travel get it isle oh like an island like an island uh isle seat travel the best seat to have who's booking your next escape um yes i am very excited about my trip coming up and traveling to the dumpster outside of a taco bell yes! the gordita <laughs> um no i'm i uh, got tickets to go to cabo at the end of june crazy right oh, wow i didn't know you were gonna quit the podcast i'm yeah I'm, I'm leaving i'm just not coming back wow i'm just staying there i'm going to visit family the gay people no. Actual family? Not my family. Oh. <laughs> my friend's family, but we're visiting her family. Oh. Yeah. Um, so we'll spend some days in Cabo, some days in a city north of Cabo, some days in the city west of that city. Oh. <laughs> Just uh, several different cities around Cabo. And I'm like... Mm. Oh, she's venturing mm. across the world. Mm. Wow. Going world traveling, honey. Oh, good for you. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I'm looking forward to going to maybe Destin. Ooh, that's actually not a bad bad place to go. If, as long as you're not going during spring break. Don't ever do that. Oh, no, we're going for the summer. <laughs> yes. Or, we're going to a beach of some sort for the summer. Yeah. To bring children to the beach. Yeah. Say, that's cute. Go. Be free. Look at the whale. <laughs> One the was telling me today, they were like, yeah, um, we went to the beach when I was a kid and uh, we saw a whale. I was like, oh, Mama. wow. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, all right. Yeah, sure. Sure you did, sis. You are not telling the truth. <laughs> How dare you lie to me? <laughs> because I know it wasn't a whale. <laughs> because I am a marine biologist <laughs> or adjacent. Jason, I know marine biologists, okay? 
<laughs> I talked to one one I time. I Nat Geo <laughs> Shark Week for 15 minutes last year. And I learned nothing about whales. Because but... it wasn't even on Nat Geo. It was on Discovery and I was watching the wrong channel. <laughs> and I didn't learn about whales. Instead, I watched Ancient Aliens somehow. And it was lemurs. <laughs> they built the pyramids. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I do want to talk to you a bit about a little bit of um, uh, drag, drags. Well, we're we're on our Ruby podcast. I know. Uh-huh. I thought this was the whale episode. Cause that the... was last week. Oh, um, Miss Utica, oh, may she whales. rest in peace. She got skinned alive by the internet. She got total. Uh, yeah. I don't think there's any. I don't really think there's any coming back from that. I don't know. I, I unless she, she's not getting invited to the haters roast. Oh no, absolutely not. You know who I think will got Mick, yeah, <laughs> and probably Rose. I would like to see Rose there. I would like to see them. I would like to see that. You know who I think is going to actually get invited? Fucking Candy, Candy Muse. Yeah. And then I would not like to see that. I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not going, and I will protest this entire event. And I'll be like, Trixie's there. I'll, I'll, mm. I'm going to leave halfway through. Um, whenever I went to the haters roast, she. Wait, who? Derek Barry got so drunk that they didn't remember their jokes. Derek Barry wasn't there. Because they were too drunk to remember their jokes. Yeah. Um, no, I think it was, no, it was Jinx Monsoon that had left the rose, the tour, and Mimi Amfers had to replace her. And I actually absolutely Mimi's loved. Mimi's kind of funny. I loved Mimi's set. I think she was one of the funniest ones. Mimi's stupid. They had eight people who, who were there. Who who did I have? I had uh, Thorgy Thor, um, Shay Coulee. Uh, ben you mean La- Shea Kuleya? Yeah, Ben Lacrim was there. Mimi on first. Darian Lake. Mar- Darian, Marion Lake. Marion Lake. Darian but Lake is hilarious. Darian was hosting, so she didn't do. It. I mean, she had some jokes every once in a while, but she didn't do any like joke jokes. Uh, I think Latrice Royale was there. Um, Willem was there. Willem's and hilarious. I don't remember who the last person was, but they were all like decently good. I think my favorite was Mimi on first, though, and I was like. <gasps> I thought everyone hated Mimi. You're a Mimi stan now. I'm a Mimi stan now. Have you even watched season three? No. She was on season three. Three, you're right. So eat a fucking dick. No, I haven't watched season three. But from what I understand, she wasn't even that good anyway. So. No. Was she on season three? Yes. I thought she was on season two. No, she was on season three with India Farah. Hmm. Because she picked her up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Like, as she didn't, she got sent home like second or third. Yeah, and so she wasn't good. And Angela was there. Yes, I know. Angela was there. Anyways, uh, what were we talking about? (laughs) So, did you see the uh, Houston Drag Excellence Expose by Barbara Kawa? Yes, I saw that this morning, and I was like, "Girl, honey, hold up, this is gorgeous." It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I understand. Um, it was. It's pretty much like an ex- exact ex- excerpt of the Chicago drag. Oh excellence. no! The, they wrote that they wanted to, to. They were extremely inspired by Chicago's video that they wanted to do something similar to show that, like, hey, Houston may not have had a single queen. We have drag queens too. Yeah, Houston may not have had a single queen that's been on RuPaul's Drag Race, but we want to show you that we also have 
what it takes to do so. It just we've been overlooked so far. So look at all these amazing artists uh, that are fucking fantastic. So yeah, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very impressed by. Uh... She looks like she might be the youngest member of the Ross family. I don't remember what her name was though. Leilani. No, it wasn't Leilani. I thought that was Chloe. She's a cute young little girl. She's uh, very thin. Leilani? No. I really like Leilani Jackson Ross. I've seen her perform. Um, but no, I Carmina Vavra always fucking cracks me up. She's she was the, she's so stupid. <laughs> uh, so seeing her on there. Oh, and she also won uh, Dragon on All, All Stars 5. She's a fucking badass. She sure did. Mm-hmm. She sure did. Um, just going to go through all of it. Um, I'm just coming for the end here. Um, uh, it was before that. Before. Go back. I just like seeing all of them on there. I was Me like, too. You guys are all... Because getting all of them in one place was probably not easy. That was probably the most difficult. Because <laughs> they're honestly... There's so much infighting between all these people. I'm like, why do you guys all hate each other? Just like... Just to hate each other. Just Amaya yeah. Jackson Ross. Oh, I haven't seen her perform. So I don't know. Um, But I love to see... Uh, Everybody knows I love Rufy. Oh, yeah. I was there. <laughs> I was like, you stupid bitch. You stupid bitch. Uh, and then, of course, a queen, Blackberry. Blackberry. Gorgeous as fuck there. I'm so happy. Well, so when I was watching, I was like, Blackberry's getting a lot of airtime. I love this. Mm-hmm. But I think it was just because I was like, oh, Blackberry's here. <laughs> it's my queen. Uh, I think that everyone got about the same amount of airtime mm-hmm. from what I uh, saw. Um, I loved the inclusion of many... Uh, uh, drag kings. Oh yes, getting our and drag them's our king, uh, King Damien, uh, who was for a Dragon Dragon Four winner. Um, I had to count <laughs> how many Dragons we've had. Um, and then also Hugh Dandy. I always, I, Dandy. I always love seeing Hugh Dandy. Uh, but yeah, that, I thought that was a really good video to share with the world. So if you have not seen it, you should definitely go take a look for Houston Drag Excellence uh, because it is a wonderful video to watch. Mm-hmm. I was just going to ask where um, where, where uh, Dixie's invite was. I just I didn't see her in the video, so I was wondering if... <laughs> oh, honey. <laughs> if you were invited? Oh, honey, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, uh, but it's... No, 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 no. But they said... Ex- ex- they said excellence. excellence. That's the that's the whole point. Oh, oh, and Dixie's not one of those. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot more other drag artists that are out there that could have been included in the video, and Bobby not Doll. Dixie, and not Dixie. So Bobby Doll. Yeah, Bobby Doll, Annalie Naylor, uh, Periwinkle Blush, to name a few. Um, there's a there's many other options. Many, many. Well, I many. mean, well, you tried. I, I, did I? Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I, I couldn't try if I didn't get an invite. Well, and I didn't get an invite because I don't try. <laughs> yeah, but you, uh, you've been, uh, you're, you're doing it. You're, I've just been around the block a few it. times. You got invited back for Drag It On. All-Star. I got invited back for All-Stars. Wow. And I was like, no, Blackberry, I can't. Beg me some more. <laughs> <laughs> you were like... <laughs> I might get COVID. I, uh, that's, that's what I did say. Exactly. Because I had not even gotten vaccinated one like, time at that point. Going to just drag out here for straws. Is there Gra- anybody that's going to do it? Gra- well, she 
No, I won't say that on this podcast. Um, <laughs> but yes, I was uh, uh, weary of the uh, of the COVIDs, so I was like, mm, no, I probably should not do that. So when is your or your big? Um, it's not a debut. It's a a re-debut. rebranding. <laughs> Yeah, you're rebranding. A new Dixie has arrived. Well, you get a shot tomorrow. I get a shot tomorrow, so I have two weeks to figure out how to paint my face. (laughs) I haven't figured that out after three years, almost four years now, so uh, I I need to figure that one out. Um, But yeah, after I get that shot, I'll I'll be able to... Listen, me and Thomas will get a babysitter, and I'll show up and be there till 9.30. Yeah, and say, okay, I gotta go home and go to sleep. Yeah. Now it's time to leave. Then I'll say, when you come on at 12.30, when you come on at 1 a.m., video it for me. And then send it to me at a normal time in the morning. wait until about, uh, honestly, you could probably go at about 6.30 now, because I'll be awake. (laughs) You'll be awake? Okay, okay. (laughs) That sounds, okay. Um, Yeah, and then I'll have all all week off next week. I can just practice pinning my face a million times next week. You should shave your eyebrows. Why? It's because it'll be funny. <laughs> That's the only reason? Shave your whole face. Uh, I just want you to look like an egg. I already do. Not your body. Your face. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I knew! I knew it the whole time! I just want to make fun of you! doing that, bitch! No. As a bird. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> I still have no idea where that's from. It's from WandaVision, you stupid bitch. I'm not watching that shit. I know you don't watch that, but it's Catherine Hahn, and she's just fucking amazing. So I know the Mimi. I know the Mimi. Okay. That's the only one you got. Gal. Yeah, they got me, gal. I'm going to do this again. Okay. Um. Well, do you want to start <laughs> talking about Ruby things? Because what are we, like, in 40 minutes in now? No, we aren't that long. Just 30, probably. No, I think, like, 20. No way. 30. 29, yeah. 41. Okay, 30 minutes now. Um, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Somebody asked you. <clears throat> oh, I asked. I asked me. Um, so, we're walking back into the workroom after Utica Queen was eliminated. And let me tell you, the uh, edit is getting Simone this week. A lot. Uh, and it had me worried this entire episode. Um... She talks. Sure, please. Um, she talks about being in her head, and it is scaring me. Uh, then they celebrate Candy's win. Uh, Gottmik then talks about <laughs> that she loves uh, that she got a compliment about her comedy, and then Rosé's like, "Bitch, if we go on a roast tour, I'm gonna sit next to you." Um, which I thought was really adorable that they were like, "Let's bond over this shit," because um, I think they're both funny. I just don't, so, I don't think that the queens are very upset about Utica's elimination. They're no, like, absolutely not. Oh my god, Well, that's, we, because Anyways. We, we already heard that, uh, from Rosé in an Untucked, about Utica Utica's being mean. mean, because after the reading challenge, she was like, oh, I just love the reading challenge, let me go ahead and give you more reads at dinner, and Rosé pointed out, was like, those reads weren't even funny, they were just mean, they just kept on going on, and... You were just being mean. So we already got a preface that Utica yeah. was that's so mean-spirited. Like, I mean, that's before it happened, so it's obviously true. Yes. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And then we had already gotten see, heard accusations about her talking about people behind their back, like saying, oh, you know, you're saying one thing to this person, but then you're changing your mind and saying other things to other people. Like, oh, yeah, I think you're great, blah, blah. I think this person's going to do terribly. Like, it just seemed way too two-faced. And it was just like, that's not how you make friends here. Yeah. And also, I know understand that you're also not trying to make friends, but also stop pretending to be trying to make friends if you're not trying to make friends. Like that, and stop trying to be like I care about how I'm perceived. I don't want to be perceived as like, uh, oh shit, what is that word when you steal someone else's culture? Appropriate. Appropriate. I don't want to appropriate someone else's culture. If you're gonna be fucking mean to people, you obviously don't care. You don't give a shit. Exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's that was and that was a whole joke on the internet last week. Not even joke. The whole read on the internet last week was, "Oh, I'm so nice. I don't want to appropriate uh, Simone's culture by wearing anything from uh, Black American Princess. I don't want to wear a, a afro that a white person has." Uh, just because I don't want to appropriate any culture, so I made an afro out of squirrels. And then all of a sudden, like, let me call you a whale. Yeah. And tell you guys that you're fat. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Not any equations here, but it's like racism, super bad. Mm-hmm. Fat phobic. Hilarious, Hilarious joke time for everybody. Just for him. Or th- them. Sorry. Um, yeah, I don't know. Those two things are not the same. Mm-hmm. But obviously, if you're going to have, like, this one is hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's it's similar. Yeah. It's definitely like one of the situations like, you can't, I don't know. You're just, I'm... Utica's going to need a whole, like, redemption, and I'm sure she'll come back for All-Stars at some point, uh, but she's going to need a whole redemption arc Definitely here. All, not All-Stars 6. Oh, she's no, gonna no. She's going to be one of those queens that waits until, like, All-Stars. Oh, you mean All-Stars 7. Yeah. Uh, it'll have to be, like, at least All-Stars 8 or further, because, it, girl, you've... But how long can they put RuPaul on life <clears throat> support for? Bitch, she's going to be on life support until she bleeds that last dollar out of her fracking money and all of these fucking drag race franchises across the world. I mean, I'm a witch, but... So is she. Have you seen her? <laughs> Lots of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> if she's in her 60s and she paints, gets painted <laughs> like if, that... If she's in her 60s and Raven <laughs> paints her like that... <laughs> and the team of 30 people getting her ready does that to her, uh, and she still looks good, then she's going to keep doing it for quite a while. Oh, we got a clink. You got to get your clinks in wherever you can. Oh, yeah, that's good. Um, just like the eagle the eagle had plastic cups we didn't clink just her just like JR's <laughs> juniors one of uh, the people that we saw this weekend um, we went out to a drag brunch we went out to a drag brunch and it was quite socially distanced and I enjoyed because it was outside uh, and I enjoyed it um, we saw Queen Angelina and she's like oh hey I haven't seen you forever and I'm like oh my god hi um, it was very cute um, lol um what was i gonna say about this oh but then she was like the girl that we were with she's like oh you'll have your vaccine on no i'm okay um on uh wednesday so she's like well we should go out for uh to see go out to jr to watch drag race and i was like well it won't be 100 percent effective at that point and she's like oh yeah and plus she's in the wedding with uh that savannah's going to as well and so they're like oh wait no we have that wedding i'm like sorry uh, and then they're like, oh, we'll, we should go the next week to see the finale. And like, well, then normally they have like a reunion episode or something like that after that. And then the weekend after that, she's gone. And so I'm like, well, it looks like you're not going to J.R.'s to, <laughs> to see your um, your drag race. But I was like, that doesn't sound like a bad 
idea. <laughs> I wish I could do that. I know. Um. Anyways, <clears throat> top five bitches. Everyone's ready to fight for that spot in the top four. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to the workroom. Yeah, I was like, unless you have something else. Nope. Um, next week in the workroom, and the girls are all fit on one side of the table. Mm-hmm. And Kenny wants to be their best friends, and Simone's yeah. like, we'll see the confessionals. I'm like, honestly, you will. Yeah, and you'll see how she's a, she's fucking, a fucking bitch. bitch. <laughs> Awful. <clears throat> um, and then immediately, whoop, you already done had her scissors. Um... So uh, RuPaul comes on talking about some weird shit and then comes into the work into the work room talking about our main challenge. Yeah. This is Hanny. I shrunk the drag queen. I think this is a stupid challenge. Did you hate this challenge? Yes, I hated <laughs> the challenge. I'm going to admit something. I thought it was actually really good. <laughs> no, it's awful. No, the internet agrees with you then. Because <laughs> the internet was like, this is too long. And blah, blah. I was like, I thought it was really it was good. it was too long. It was just awfully written. It's the most horrendous acting challenge that I've seen. And I watched you say that, that all shit the time. about La La Land that they did for All Stars 3 with BB. Being the queen, Queen Elizabeth. Man, I it, it, was, it was awful. It was uh, terrible. I don't know. I really liked it. The lines were stupid and cheesy. And they all are always stupid and cheesy. Mm-hmm. But they were like extra so. Anyways, we're not at that point yet. Um, so they, uh, RuPaul uh, was like, yeah, you'll think that the <clears throat> characters are pretty, uh, you know, you know these You might recognize these characters these. before. And then she does the Catherine Hahn wink. <laughs> uh, and then, so they look over the script and realize that pretty much the characters are them, the same characters. Which is, makes it way too easy well, the point is to for not... For you to choose somebody else. Yes. But they won't. Not a single one did. Nobody not a single did. one did. Every a single one picked themselves. And I was like, you guys literally just chose yourselves. Exactly. Like, th- this was stupid. Simone was the only one who was trying to choose something different, and Candy... Well, I haven't gotten that part yet. Okay. Well, I guess we're we're there now. Uh, so they're deciding to choose characters. Gottmik picks the whiny one, which was yes. her uh well olivia chose the the sweet cute one and it's like girl you literally have gotten read what four weeks three or four weeks in a row about being the cute like always like, smiling get that it's your personality that's what you do but like there's gotta be something else there if i you, mean the judges will always say versatility but, but in this case it's literally versatility because i don't i can't see you doing any fucking thing else yeah you're just but, so one note yes you're so one note and on top of that why well I have the, that why question goes to something else in my head first of all but why would you think that that would be funny after you've already shown the week before that being cute is not funny is, yeah, is not it didn't work look. it wasn't so even with the script that's force fed to you Doing the same thing is not going to be funny unless you can find a way to somehow elevate this, which you already proven that you can't do. Don't do it. Why do you think that would be, take a fucking, you're in the top five, take a fucking risk, do something different, because at least at that point you can, in, <laughs> in, 
even in the final hour, Derek Berry in the top five shaved her fucking eyebrows and tried to paint her face instead of just going as Brittany in in uh, season eight. So in the final hour, she at least even tried something different. So I had to give Derek Berry credit at that point. Derek but- Berry is the best drag queen since... Uh, Sasha Bell. Bianca Del Rio. Oh. Bianca Del Rio is the oldest drag. <laughs> no, the okay. Old... No. Never mind. Anyways. Um, Lady Money is so fast. So uh, She look, uh, sounds like a whale. <laughs> Sorry, Lady Bunny. I thought you understood parrot. That's what I did. Uh, I don't know if that works. Um, where did they go? Oh, yeah. So they decide uh, Rosé chooses herself in the role as well, uh, which I'm not really worried about Rosé because she's going to overact in everything that she's going to do, yeah. uh, and she's going to be funny. Like, yes. whatever. Um, so Gottmik, Gottmik just does whatever, and like whenever I she... I feel like Gottmik actually could have done well in all of those roles except Rosé's. Yes. Rosé's role I didn't get. Butch Queen... Yeah, I mean, like I didn't understand. Like a leader. Yeah, I did. Well, she wasn't even a leader. Simone was a leader. Uh, Margarita. I have a trouble with that because I felt like uh, Rose was a, the Rose was definitely. I a agree, leader, but I mean, Simone was supposed to be the smart one. Rose carried the entire uh, the, the entire skit. group. Yeah, not even the group, the skit. Yeah, uh, that's what I meant. The whole. Whole, oh, the everybody. The whole performance, yes. She, she carried everyone. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, so then Simone is like, oh, yeah, I want this this villain role. And Candy's like, oh, well, this is you, blah, blah, blah. And, and Simone's like, yeah, I don't care. I still want this other role. And so at some point, finally something clicked. Oh, Rosé was like, oh, well, yeah. Like, she makes a joke about, like, like, Elliot. <laughs> well, no, she makes a joke about uh, Ca- uh, Candy's definitely not the smart one. Uh, and that was the joke. And then that was when Simone was like, okay, fine, I'll do whoever the fuck like the other one was. Well, I would have liked to see it uh, the other way around. Oh, absolutely. I think that Simone would have won the challenge because Simone was the villain in her originally acting challenge that the factory, and Fetch. she was so hilarious. I think that she would have put that Simone like sass into all of it and just given us that Ebony Enchantress shit and I would have fallen in love with her on that role. Mm-hmm. Um I don't but know. she doesn't get it because Candy's not gonna come to the top five to give up the role she wants. That, that when she said that in the, in the confessionals, I was like, "What did you just make Simone do then? Do you not feel bad about this at all?" Because no, when, she doesn't. She's no, like a narcissist. Exactly. And so that's w- when Simone was like, "Oh, well, fine. I'll like do whatever this is." She's like, "Oh, you'll you'll take this." It's like she just like rubbing salt in the root wound at that point. It's like, yeah. She didn't even be like, okay, I'm sorry. Like, I just really wanted this role or whatever. And, like, I don't this know. This episode, I thought that I did not care for Candy before. But I really don't care oh. for Candy after this yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I'm I'm scared, honestly, for the next time that we have Dungeons & Dragons. Because your friend... Oh, I'm scared what Lauren's going to say. ...is going to be like, no, girl, no, she's fucking awful mm-hmm. and i don't care you don't listen to the podcast anymore so candy is <laughs> candy is not going to win drag race and i don't care for her no um yeah 
Anyways, so this only led me to worry more about Simone because she was like already like, I don't really like this role. I'm not really committing to this role, blah, blah, blah. So uh, then the queens decide that they need to try and find some outfits uh, and they've all basically run out at this point. <laughs> yeah. I love um, that Rosé was like, I have to be butch. I like, I don't even know how. And then Candy scrapes her face and you can hear, you can hear the stubble. Mm. It's noisy, honey. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Okay, but my beard grows fast in my opinion but my beard doesn't grow that fast mine doesn't either because the from what i understand about this drag although it's been a very long time since i've clean shaven clean shaven it still takes me like three days to get to a point where it's like like actually like full it you can see it growing in as like five o'clock shadow within a day uh but like this what she where she's at is basically the day after shaving Day after shaving, exactly. And shaving at like probably five o'clock. Uh huh. Yeah. So we're she's down to this is this is new facial hair that has yeah. just come in within a day. So she her hair grew very fast. Uh, but see, the way that I shave for drag is probably not great. But like I get like roll deep in there and like go against the grain too to like make sure that it, like there's no what do you not normally go against the grain. You're not supposed to go against the grain. I always went against the grain when I was shaving. Oh, well, that apparently leads to more razor burn and drier skin. I don't have dry skin. Okay. Anyways, um, I, like, get real close and, like, cut it down, honey. Um, probably shave off some skin layers, too, but, you know, whatever. Um, hey, you got enough. Yeah. <laughs> Are you calling me fat? No, I'm just saying your skin is very... Uh, <clears throat> Have you ever seen whale blubber? <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen like 16 sheets of paper? Mm, folded multiple oh, times. Seven times. That's your skin. <laughs> more. You know how they say that you can't fold a paper more than seven times? I can't. Your skin. The, did you know that folded 19 they tested times. that with Mythbusters? They got a piece of paper that they like put like the size of a football field and like it, but like super thin and tried to fold it. And they even used like cranes and you couldn't fold it a seventh time. Can't. Uh-uh. You simply can't. You simply can't. You can't. Uh, anyways, that's not important. Um, so Simone once again is on the verge of a breakdown because she is just trying to piece together these outfits, and she's like, "I full on can't catch a break this episode. Like, I just came she- off of a, a bottom two moment. Uh, I didn't get the part that I wanted. Edit. Mama. Yes. Edit. The edit was getting her this entire episode. Um, and she's getting all up in her head. And I'm like, Mama. It's not the time to get up in your head. No. Searching, Absolutely not. Searching for a thing to wear. Uh, all of a sudden, our dear friend, uh, Mrs. Scarlett Johansson, mm-hmm. uh, comes on. The Black Widow. Um, I get it. I don't really, though. I mean, like, I get that she's an actress. An actress. Actress. Uh, but I don't know why, like... <laughs> hey, everybody, it's Scarlett Johansson here to help you with this challenge. Well, she's... She's, she's an actress, yes. But she's been nominated for several awards. I don't, I don't, I don't think. Okay. Well, she has. <laughs> it just seemed kind of like ill-placed to me. Well, see, I had heard that she had, had been wanting to be on Drag Race for a long time. Previously. Before mm-hmm. this. And she had never gotten to be on it. Um, because she watches the show. 
but she has not been on it. So this is now COVID. She's like, oh, I can just get on a video call and I'll be there. Like, great. Let me take the easy way out. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I'm a fan. Yes, please. Uh, I'm a fan of the Marvels. So I liked seeing her. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed seeing her. So I liked hearing from her, especially because she has the, the all of the Marvel movies are shot in front of a fucking green screen. You think they're really out there fighting demons and monsters and, and crazy shit? Uh, I also love that she brought up Thanos in it. And I was like, LOL. Um, anyways, uh, I liked seeing Scarlett Johansson on the screen. Um, I'm, I think that she gave actually good answers to the Queens as well, uh, which was another, thank you, uh, which was another reason why I liked seeing her because I, I feel like she was actually quite helpful. She was like, she told the Queens to like have conviction what you want. Uh, you have to learn to love your character regardless if they're villains or whatever they are. Uh, and I think that goes deeper. Like, cause you look at her, you don't watch Marvel, but like, if you look at her character as nope. black widow, she had an extremely troubled past. So she had to learn how to like be black widow to show her emotion, emotional depth of the role to, you know, show like, okay, well I, I'm fucked up too. You know, let's, figure this all out together um so when you commit to a role like that you have to trust the character kind of thing so i think she gave a really good um i just want to state the obvious that answer really hate superhero movies yes we not stand them you've said this multiple times on the podcast i'm saying it again to uh quantify my uh answer here do you even know what you just said yeah, so I can quantify it. Qualify? Whatever. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't like superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you done? No. Okay. And I think that Jaws was the best movie of all time. Anyways, I like the superhero movies, so I'm okay so, with uh, seeing Scarlet Pants on you. there. But I also have to say that... Colin Jost was the funny one. No, that wasn't even funny. Colin, I mean, it was funny. It was hilarious. It was a funny, funny moment in there. But it also made me realize, it's like, I didn't know they were married. <laughs> yeah, they did. That's all For the jokes on SNL. a year. Yeah. You and, don't watch SNL? No. Um, they tell a lot of jokes about Colin just being married to Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Well, I, like, looked it up, and I was like, oh, they are married. What People the fuck? like... Because I was wow. like, why is this guy with the... Uh, because I knew he, he was on SNL. So I was like, why the fuck is he with Scarlett Johansson just randomly while she's recording this? Like, why? where, where are they that they're, like, doing this? Like, probably their house. They're married. After mm-hmm. I looked it up. Like, I'm a fucking dumbass. I'm glad I didn't tweet it because I was going to be like, why the fuck why is this is guy... And people yeah. are like, cancel, they're married. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, it would have been a quite dumb moment for me. Um, LOL, my phone's at 69%. Nice. Ew. <laughs> Anyways, um, I, I I just have to say that was the straightest thing on Drag Race that I've seen in uh, 13 seasons, and I do not need that on my <laughs> Drag Race. I, it was just enough. Yeah. Like, it didn't go too far past the boundary for me. Because the boundary for being too, not even too far, the, the, the good straight moment that I needed was when Michelle Visage was on the, the, uh, um zoom call last year with the the finale of dra- of uh, damn it season 12 whenever her husband is vacuuming in the background or whatever and his just straight ass cheeks are out you remember that oh, no. but see that's the straight moment that i'm okay with because naked then men. we get naked men in the background so i'm okay with that 
I just saying. I don't think that Colin Jost is ready for that yet. I know, but he needs but to he be. Could be. He could be. I think that he's handsome. He's handsome. So I'm okay with seeing his booty. Do you remember that TikTok that you watched for 46 times today? I was. I think it was more than that. Honestly. Oh. <laughs> Call me when you want. Call me when you need. No. Okay. Anyways, uh, then we go to the recording session. Mm-hmm. Um, Olivia doing her. Do you know what is the definition of insanity? I explained it to a six-year-old the other day. But De- it's when you do something over and fucking over again, expecting a different outcome. That's, what the fuck are you doing, that's, Olivia? That's that's a pretty good. She's insane. Did you look up? Is that what the definition of insanity is? Yes. Oh, okay. Doing that, something over and over a, again, expecting a different result. Yeah, that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good explanation. Like when you do it multiple times, nothing is different, and you just keep doing it. But then again, scientists do that, and that's insanity. <laughs> no, because they change variables. Mm, not always. Uh, they, at least whenever I was in my lab, they would just be like, "Uh, yeah, someone did something wrong. Do it again." I'm like that's not how that works. It's not a Merriam-Webster, but it's something that I've heard many times before. Insanity is the state of being seriously mentally ill. Ooh. Madness. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I didn't write anything about recording, so you're leaving this part. Okay, uh, let me go back then. <laughs> uh, Simone having some trouble with her green screen, um, not realizing. What... But that's exactly what Scar- Scarlet was helpful in that point where she said, "You have to, you have to have the imagination to allow the conviction to imagine these things are happening in yeah. front of you." Um, and that's the thing is like, if you don't have this imagination that this alien is flying over the top of you or Which is whatever, because she did so well in the other challenge. I mean, you have to imagine, well, is she, it the gnome? This was not as interactive or the, the last one was not as interactive. She was still interacting with people in that yeah. one. Um, candy killing herself, uh, literally destroying her voice with the no, my beautiful wickedness. Yeah, but, but it was not good. They were just like, give us something different. And she was like, how see, about the exact same thing? I'm going to come out and say for the first time this episode, or this episode, this season, I'm going to be on Candy's defense here. They, they lied to Candy. never said do something different. They were like, they said, do it again, do it again, do it again. But they didn't ever, in this edit, they didn't well, ever say do something different. But see, in but my I mind. Think, no, no, no. But, well, what I think was happening was they were telling her to do it again because she couldn't get the line correctly. It didn't sound, she, you didn't get the words. Correct. And she was just like, oh, they like the way I'm doing it. They just don't understand what I'm saying. So I'm going to do it again, try to be more clear. She only did it clearly like three once. times. Well, two times on the, the uh, edit. Yeah. Um, I can agree to that. But at the same time, they didn't give directions. I do something do it a different, different do something yeah. different. Like, but see, in my mind, when I'm doing that, and I understand that she didn't get the lines right. In my mind, doing something when they're telling me to do it again, they're expecting me to do different levels. Be like, no, no, my beautiful no. wickedness, no. my beautiful wickedness, something, like Anything something different. different. Just, no, my beautiful wickedness, no. It's like sixteen so times, airy, just nothing. No, yeah. Um, and Olivia asking all these questions about her character, honey. It's you. You, you decide. Know, no, You're no. the actress. You're the actress. Um, and then uh, got Mick working with the cat buffoonery. I buffoonery. Even in this edit, there, I was dying because they got Mick took so 
good direction. They were like, God, make, make up a sneeze. And like, you have to pretend like make, she's, she, make she a sneeze like, up. Oh, oh okay. I, I got you. And she was like, no, I'm fine, guys. What? <laughs> and so that Loved was, it. and she made that up herself. And then I love the queens that the way that they reacted to her. They're like, "Oh, you better not get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you don't do it." And like the, the and by queens, I mean Rose and Simone because uh, uh, Olivia, Olivia didn't like give us anything. Are there flowers on the stage? I, I wish you would again. Like, what's happening? Like that would have been really funny. Or try to be like, let me help you. Like, let me put my finger on your uh, you, nose. I'll put my something. finger here. <laughs> like, this is your time to shine, honey. You got to take those little chances to make yourself funny. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, in all, while I was watching and I was like, this is going to be shit, isn't it? Anyways, elimination day. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I did not realize that Simone is from the same house as Gigi. Yes. She said it earlier this season. That's why I asked Savannah, like, did you see previously? She mentioned Gigi Good at this episode. And then she mentioned the House of Avalon again. And Gigi, but I was like, it was very early in the season that she mentioned it. I didn't catch and, it. Oh, I, I caught it and I just like stuck with it. Um, but I, so Simone will claim someplace in Arkansas. I don't remember the city name. No, she, she, this is from where she's from she lives in la so that's yeah. whenever they said coast to coast we have three new york queens in the top five and two from la hmm. so that's that's what we got here see for some reason she keeps saying that she well, she would say that i'm from something something arkansas and i was like oh she does drag in arkansas mm-hmm. i was like wow she's she is out of place because yeah. she does really well for arkansas drag no because i think she when she introduced herself did she i think she said la I can go back and watch it. Remember. I'll figure it out. Um, but I was like, oh. Um, and then I watched the pit stop and I was like, oh, yes, they are. I didn't get that. Where do you, how do you find the pit stop? It's on YouTube. Oh, see, I was looking all over VH1 because VH1 advertises that they have it. And I could not fucking find it. I was like, where? Because it used to be pre- in previous seasons. I don't know about season 12, but definitely like season 10 and 11, you could just like, Click on RuPaul's Drag Race, and it would be RuPaul's Drag like, Race. Untucked, untucked pit, pit Stop, stop Michelle Visage. Yeah, what you packing? Like, whatever else came after that. Like, a whole bunch like, of shit. You want to watch TV for three hours? Honestly. We just got you. drag after drag after. And I was like, honestly, yes. Give me all those things. But now it's like, where do I find all these different snippets? Because I don't even know where what you packing's at. Like, what you packing's on YouTube. YouTube too. as well? Okay. So I guess they were just like... Uh, either VH1 you pay us for these things or they're going to YouTube. Uh, I think that you can watch them on VH1 but you have to like it's like only so you'll watch uh, RuPaul's Drag Race and then Untucked but the Whatcha Packing and the Pit Stop are on the RuPaul's Drag Race homepage. What? Yeah. So it's like RuPaul's Drag Race homepage. Uh Uh-huh. Full episodes, and then below it, it's Pit Stop, and then what you See, I've never seen him. And then, of course, you would go automatically from the full episode over to a different page for the full page of Untucked, where it's just Untucked. And I know that. I do know that Untucked is completely separate on VH1.com, but I have... Never found the pit stop on either of those pages. Never found uh, what you're well, packing I mean, on either of those pages. Also, because those things don't come on VH1. Those I know. Yeah, they're aired separately on VH1.com, I suppose, or 
Plus, uh, if they're aired YouTube. on YouTube, and once you get a certain amount of views, YouTube pays you for it. Yeah. What is it, like 100,000 or something like that, that after that? And RuPaul can easily get 100,000 views on those things on you think? YouTube. Oh, honey. Yes. Especially if you get Trixie Mattel hosting those things. How many ta- How many uh, seasons has she hosted those? Hosted those. I think like three. And I think Bob's done two. I love both them as hosts. I they're only amazing. want those two. Yeah. Like, I, I, I can't picture anybody else being I, as good. There are good hosts that are out there. I think that uh, Ben Lacram or Jinx Monsoon or both would be great hosts together. So the the episode of uh, What You Packing with uh, no uh, of Pit Stop with Trixie and Ben Lacram. Oh my god, that was the so best one. Funny. I watched it. And that was so funny. So funny. So I, I just don't. Trixie and Bob just have something about the internet. Mm-hmm. They can do. Whatever, whatever the they, want, they to. want to do on the internet, uh-huh. and everyone will watch. Uh-huh. So maybe I mean another one. Has Monet ever done it? Monet might be a good other choice because she's a little bit more internet savvy than other queens. Yeah, or Pearl, but RuPaul hates Pearl. hates Pearl hates Pearl. Um, yeah, I would also love like a RuPaul's Drag Race like uh, most hated queens kind of thing. <laughs> I or think, Manila. I think Manila would oh, be Oh, Manila good would do good. Um, but, yeah. Like a, a RuPaul's, like, uh, condemned race or, or RuPaul's... What am I trying to say here? RuPaul's infamous. off the record base Ru- RuPaul's infamous, like, Willem, Pearl... Uh, RuPaul will never let uh, uh, Willem back on No, anything. absolutely not. Um, and Willem knows it, and she's like, RuPaul's a fucking bitch. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's plenty of drag queens who have said bad things about rupaul so uh, uh i would say a majority of them yeah just just add in the list just come on come on back yeah um but willem would make a great one she's so good on the internet too. oh my god i used yes. to watch uh the beatdown all the time. well her and alaska have a podcast together at what uh, dra- racer chaser and they're hilarious <laughs> so yeah i don't think alaska would alaska is a um, she is like a, a machine that takes things in and spits a bunch of stuff out. Oh, yeah. That appeals to a lot of people. But if it's just like from her with not receiving anything, it's just kind of like... It's a flat line. She was, she was a pit stop host for one season, wasn't she? Um, I think I she remember. was. Maybe. It was... Uh, I think it was like season nine. It was a while. Ugh, Maybe earlier than that. It might be season eight. I don't know. It was a while... No, it was definitely season nine. It was after she won uh, All Stars two. I wish they could get Katya to do it, but she will never. Do I don't it. think she would. Um, I, and Katya is too um, <laughs> zany, too too all over the place that I don't think she would be able to do it. What what's happening? I don't know. I, I feel like I saw something in the corner of my eyes. Girl, if you saw a ghost, I was looking over that direction already. Don't start. <laughs> Anyways, um. Call me when you want. Call me when you need. Call me in the morning. I'll be on my way. Uh, anyways, um, oh, I'm not even on my notes. Um, yeah. So we do have Simone talking about her drag family and then being just breaking down. Yeah. Well, it's because she, Candy asks, uh, if people were worried about how they were going to be perceived. Simone doesn't even talk about this in the workroom. This is a confessional. Confessional only. Yeah. yeah. She was like, my drag house, like, I don't want to let them down. And she's sobbing, going yeah. on about not letting these girls down. I was like, honey, 
It's not even girls. It's, 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 uh, the eighties and everyone in between. Like, so, yeah. And I, and I'm just like, girl, everybody knows that you're trying your best. We can all see it. Yeah. Like you've done amazing. It's, it's you beating yourself up because nobody is disappointed in you. Mm -hmm. We're all super proud. We all see what you're doing. We all love it. Uh-huh. There's nothing there that we've just been like, wow, someone really dropped the ball there. Absolutely not. Even in the episodes where she's had a little trouble. But it's, I don't know enough. Maybe it's just that I'm here being like, I love Simone so much that I she can't let me down. I, I feel like I don't know enough about Drag Race when they record these confessionals. Uh, because I feel like they record these confessionals before. After. Oh, I feel like they do it after. What do you mean after? They wear the same thing the whole time. So I feel like they have to record it after the whole season is complete. Oh, no, no. After they've been sent home. Yes, absolutely. Like, yeah. a- after they've been sent home, they, they talk about, like, whatever. What were you feeling in this moment? In this moment here. Yes, yeah. But I'm, I mean, before they get sent home. Oh, yeah, That's uh, so yeah. what I'm asking if they... If they like and by that I mean before they leave, like, yes. and so then I have to ask, like, are you still underneath the the immense amount of pressure of that you were trying to win the competition? Because if you're top four, you don't know until yeah. the finale. Because then, like, if I got sent home and then like went home for three weeks or a month or several months and came back, oh, how are you feeling this moment? I'm not gonna have those emotions. I'll be like, oh yeah, I was feeling like whatever at this point. I feel like they're like, hey. Come with us. We're gonna come record because I like. I'm sure they pack. Yeah, fourteen psychiatrists. Exactly. Please pick one. I feel like they pack their their bags and then they like drive them to, or they it's still in the studio. Let's record how you feel when you're leaving. Feel when you're leaving. So then you still have these emotions, and then let's talk about like from this moment to this moment to this moment to this moment. Because there's no way that these queens have these amount of. Well, there could be, but I don't know. There's but they're out, that's never changed, so it's all one continuous tape. Oh, absolutely. That's what I'm, I, I agree with that. But what I'm saying is, um, they can't have this amount of uh, clarity of all of the situation. Correct. Because for me, I would have if I was gone for at, even a week after that stuff, I would have thought everything through, would have, like figured my shit out, and then just like it would just be another moment in my life at that point you know what i'm saying so then i come back and they ask me like oh how do you feel about this like oh it i like felt good about it you know like uh this is like my choice blah blah blah. and then they're like oh how you know i wouldn't i'm not certain that i would get as emotional in those moments um as i would about being pressured to answer a question like the next day or you know whenever it is that they're asking me these questions uh so i don't know i i don't know the ins and outs of drag race but yeah i agree um but i was just thinking if that's what you were feeling in the moment girl go strong you can't do that at the end Uh -uh. that's this is the moment where you have to be like fuck it fuck it fuck it fuck it whatever yeah i'm gonna do the only thing that i know how to do because how that and that follows up to what i was just saying how the fuck am i gonna remember what i was feeling in that moment months later like oh yeah i was just uh, i was just confused (laughs) lol (laughs) (laughs) um anyways yes um so also uh we all know that i i don't care for candy um but the joke about simone's eyebrows being neighbors dead 
I was oh, I, I thought it was funny. I thought it was very funny. Um, it, I guess it, it, it resonated with me quite a bit because I told women for 10 years that your sister, your, your eyebrows are sisters, not, not twins. twins. They will never be the same. And so don't I've never heard the joke it. about, oh, oh, baby, they're neighbors. They're, they're going to be neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's how Dixie's eyebrows totally are all eye. the time. <laughs> so um, hilarious. Yes, I love that. Uh, I love whenever Rosé talked about that she was putting herself in a box, essentially. And uh, I love when she said, when you're worried about how you'll be seen, you don't do the things that make you who you are. And That's true. I have to say that resonates so hard, especially looking at the toxic drag audience and also the racist drag audience, uh, especially because of, like, four people of color uh, that are on RuPaul's Drag Race. It's like, you guys are ruining the way that people are acting on the show because that like rose just said it rose is a already mostly famous in new york white queen and she was even like i don't know how i'm feeling so people of color already feel that they're going to be seen as the villains all the time uh regardless of whatever they do or say so like it's it why am i gonna come on rupaul's drag race and be like yeah here i am blah 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 and like that's one thing that i do have to applaud candy for is that she came on just being whoever the fuck she was no matter how annoying and you know whatever she was doing was perceived by the audience that's that is exactly what she was doing she was being herself and so other queens like rose the entire season were just putting themselves in a box and trying to be perfect the entire time as opposed to letting loose and just saying let me show you what rose is you know mm-hmm. um and so i'm glad that rose has done well enough to show it get to this point where she's like i'm gonna be goofy you know it's yeah. like why uh, not why but i understand why she couldn't she didn't feel that she could have been as goofy since the get-go uh and that makes me sad for not just for rose i mean for everyone all drag queens yeah. so i mean this is a very like uh very uh neutralized drag environment oh us no oh i was like we have never been neutral about anything neutralized in the sense of like it's calm like this is this is drag queens are normal people oh yeah just have normal emotions and everything's just like centered and i mean Drag queens in the real world would be like, I'm not doing this fucking show. I hate that bitch. Fuck this shit. Yeah. <laughs> They're, I mean, drag queens have emotions that are much more um, Boisterous. elevated. Yes. And, yeah. <laughs> in the real world. Almost to the point of obnoxious. Yes. Um, so it, this is very like drag queens are realizing themselves. This is not something that drag queens do on a normal basis. No. So it, 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 I, I think that. I feel like the fights that we see, like, between Tamisha and Candy are normal fights that happen between drag queens on a daily basis. But, like, Um, Candy sweet, like, just sugary, and and that's, if you think that was a blowout, uh you got to see drag queens throwing hands at a regular club. Yeah, exactly. Are you kidding? Yeah. So, I I think... I've seen drag queen fucking fist fight! Exactly. So, (laughs) So, I think that, I mean, this is definitely a show that's, like... Trying to bring a message to yes. people. Um, so I think the message is like, and, and the producers are like bottlenecking this message into people. Um, but I do think that um, 
that all the drag queens on the show have learned something about themselves mm-hmm. and how they should be portrayed and how to represent themselves. But um, it's all about branding, honey. Mm-hmm. But because this show is all about money. Yes, we have learned that very quickly. That it's all about money. But I think that uh, if if this was a, uh, a re- like a Big Brother style reality television show, oh, I would be oh, mama. this would be a disaster. I would live absolute disaster. Um, which there are rumors about that. Have did you hear those rumors of RuPaul's Drag Race Live? No, there are rumors. I think season fifteen is what the rumors are for. Uh, that it's supposed to be RuPaul's Drag Race Live, where um, it'll be audience decided. The audience decides uh, every week. I don't know why that I like that though. Uh, I don't either because because they're gonna sanction out a lot of people. I I told you that the fans are already racist, so yeah. the fans are already going to it. But then I also told you about how uh, that there was uh, like back in. Um, uh, American Idol days that there were whole groups of like Reddit or whatever it was back then. Four th- yeah. Something. That would big groups. that would be like, Oh, let's vote for the person who was the worst. And it would keep the person who was the worst on and kick off someone who was like actually good. Uh, so then they had to like have, they created rules against that and blah, blah. blah. And it's like, okay. And so then RuPaul did say like her decision was going to be the one, the, the final decision, whether or not the fans, Whatever the fans the are saying, exactly. Yeah. So there was still that factor in there, but um, but RuPaul is biased. Exactly. Everyone is biased. <laughs> yes. Yes. I just want a drag race where I can choose everyone, but only I have to watch, <laughs> and that's it. And nobody else gets to watch, and it's just it's like choose your own adventure. <laughs> yeah. Nobody else has to watch it. No one else has to tell me their opinions, and I give no fucks. Yes. Here we, the end. <laughs> That's it. Uh, yeah. Um, so... Y'all ready for the runway? Oh, no. Um, then they asked a question. They they uh, talk about seeing people on TV who represented them. And I do have to say that Gottmik talks about, uh, ha- about never having seen a femme trans boy on television. Uh, she mm-hmm. said that there was only... Um, like masculine super masculine trans men or yeah Uh, and there's like we don't have to be barbie or ken uh there are trans people all the way in between that's what gender binary is there Mm -hmm. for so uh rose wishes that uh oh i guess candy and rose wish that they had seen something other than the overly flamboyant best gay best friend on television and the drag queen drag queens that were just considered as hookers yeah because so, well, I have no opinion on seeing drag queens because I'm not a drag queen. But um, being a young gay person and being seeing, obviously, very flamboyant gay people, the first time where I saw gay people that was like, oh, this is just gay people normal, living yeah. their lives was queer as folk. See, I never watched that, so I never got to see that. Uh, I grew up all the way through the two thousand uh, like 2010s into college before seeing like a normal gay person or a gay person living a normal life uh because i'd only ever seen all those like rom-coms in the early and mid 2000s that were just he spends a lot a lot of time in the company a gentleman (laughs) well damien from mean girls like that's a perfect example it's like i want my big short bag i'm too gay to function like all that stuff like those were the gays that i saw you know um sorry i assume it was mine you better fucking stop 
Um, so like that's all I ever saw, like even as a kid. So I understand that that is like one of those moments, like seeing drag now and seeing it like out there. And like I didn't watch Drag Race until I moved to Houston in what 2016. Uh, so I didn't even have Drag Race when I was growing up. And I feel like that would have helped so many people. So yeah. if kids are watching Drag Race now, or teenagers are watching Drag Race now, uh, and seeing these people... I'm so happy for oh, them. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Especially the trans people who are watching Drag Race now and seeing Got Mick. It's like, this is what we need, RuPaul. Get us you know more. What? I say that, but also I say I have never felt more seen until Joey J came on to RuPaul's Drag Race and came out as a gay person because oh uh, there has never been a gay man on RuPaul's Drag Race until Joey J. gay drag queen. Oh. Oh. We have to stand. It's in the history books. That's, we had to clap. Can't clap loud. Um, anyways, yes, runway. <laughs> runway category is Hoot Pocket. Yep. Um... So first up is Simone. So what do you interpret oh. from Hot Pocket? It's just fashion pockets. with pockets. Lots of pockets. Just pockets. pockets everywhere. Pockets is the runway. Yes. Okay. Give me something pockets. I need some pockets. Um, I had to think, what would I have done with pockets? Um, I will not lie that I probably would have gone the route of a vagina. Just because it's nature's pocket. Yeah, sure. Um, but that's just me being nasty and being Dixie wrecked. Uh, then I had to think more. What else would I have done? Um, I probably. My interpretation, and I hate to say that I saw Tina Burner's interpretation on Instagram and she has my interpretation. A magician. Uh, Pull shit out of your pockets. But see, the problem with that, if if I had seen Tina Burner's look... Oh, I did see that. Well, You're Tina right. Burner's look was still shit. I would have done it yes. differently. But. but if I had seen Tina Burner's look on the runway this season, I would have said you wore the same thing that Kenny Muse did. And, and it's not the same thing, but no. like... No, hers was like fully magician, yeah, yeah, like yeah, with yeah. the fishnets yeah, yeah, yeah. and then... But, this season has already had multiple repeat outfits. It's um, like a lot. Well, no, no, because we had uh, Got Mick and Denali did the uh, the airbag, the dummy. Yeah. Uh, there was the other look that was also the same. Uh, the fighting look, Simone and Olivia. Mm, yes, um, you're right, you're and right. then we would have had the magician looks again between Tina and uh, Candy. It just there's so many similar, and then Candy and. Uh, yeah, okay. Olivia I, wearing I mean, the same uh, wig. wig. I just... get it, I get it. But I, I mean, just pulling something out of pockets. Oh yeah, and so, like, if I you mean, had like, been creative about it. This pocket has your makeup, and you put on makeup. And this pocket has like a, a snack, and you uh-huh. eat a banana on the runway, and then you pull out another pocket, and it's got like a, I don't know, a nail file, and you file your nails, and you go into another pocket, and you pull out it, and it's just, I don't know, a broom or something. Yeah, you fly away because you're a witch. Yeah. Like, I mean, it would have worked. It it would have been cute. Um, I don't know. I have to keep thinking. Like, what what have I? What else would I've done for? A pocket I just think look? that the runway is pockets. You should be having things in the pockets. Oh, absolutely. If I had done a pocket look and that wasn't, if I didn't go nasty with it, well, it's not even nasty. If I went, uh, didn't go sexual with it, oh, um, 
I would probably have gone uh, with a like. I'm not gonna lie. I probably would got would have gone with like a cargo cargo short moment. Mm. Yes, which is stupid. Um, and would have just like kept on pulling things out of my pocket and be like. And then finally, like, at the very end, find my car keys. Like, oh, there it is. After leaving a whole trail of just, like, garbage. Uh, because, you know, those pockets, everyone knows those pockets when you were a kid that you just stored everything Shit. in your pockets. So I had to pull up, like, the stupidest things, like a teddy bear and, like, you know, everything else that would have just, like, just shoved in my pockets. And then, like, there's my car keys. Like, And then got to the back of the stage. Close the car door, start the car, drive mm, Drive down the stairs, yeah. Um, because that's acting, mama. Mm. I like that. I like yeah. that moment. So I would have liked that if I didn't go with the nature's pocket, but who knows? Well, let's talk about these interpretations. Yes, these interpretations, honey. Um, so first up to the stage is Simone. Simone. Yay. Um, I thought it was a very interesting interpretation of the pocket. Immediately, I got Haley Williams. Before she even said that she was lead singer Paramore, I was like, she's doing like a rocker chick, like punk scene. See, I didn't get it. And oh, after I loved it was explained it. to me, I 100% got oh, it. Oh, yeah. No, I got it right away. But before that, I was thinking trolls. <laughs> okay. Like, like troll dolls. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, I thought it was a bit simple for a final five. Um, I would say I loved it though. Loved the hair. The hair was a callback to my uh, days in the high schools. That's exactly what I said. Um, the hair was uh, it, it was really nice against the denim. I love the red blue combo. Oh yeah. Um, I didn't really get like the huge high collar. That didn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, to me. she's she's it's she's just her pocket. pocket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the pant waist. Yeah. Um, uh, I thought the zipper looked great. The pants also ha- were kind of a bit of a weird length. Like, she was kind of just wasn't really walking, just kind of, like, s- floating. Which is so weird because Michelle loved the length. And I was like, Michelle always attacks all queens for pant bot- for bell-bottom pants. Like, mm-hmm. And this was the first time she was like, oh, I love them. I was like, what the fuck, Michelle? Yeah. <laughs> Consistency is key. <laughs> Mama. Yeah. Um, I thought in all it was a very successful look. I oh, absolutely. That. It was a spook for me. Um, honey, I thought this was fashion. Um, I don't Like I've said multiple times on this podcast, I do not know what fashion is, but if I look at it and call it fashion, it's fashion. Um, it's fashion. Is it fashion? It's fashion. No? Okay. Well, I liked it. Um, like I said, I got immediate Haley Williams vibes. Uh, seen kids from high school reunite. I just needed a dinosaur clip. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Rawr. Rawr. <laughs> that means I love you in Dinosaur. Uh, sh- I think she looks amazing. She was so confident in this look, and she knew it. Uh, I gave it a spoop. Yeah, it's definitely a spoop. I liked yeah. it. Um, then Olivia up next. Let me preface this by saying she looks stunning. Okay, yes. So I don't think this look is particularly successful. No. Uh, the pockets are not pockets. They are sashes. They are just singing, hang, hanging sashes. Um, the wig, lovely gal. Oh, good uh, God! That white color on her because she normally wears like even, the pretty orange. I'm not even sure that it's white. It's like kind of like a, a very pale lavender. Okay, I can I, see that. I didn't. I, I mean, I couldn't uh, quantify it between either one. Yeah, but either way, I love. I the think wig. it looked gorgeous. It's a beautiful wig. Th- th- there's so many points about her entire outfit itself. 
gorgeous. I love the outfit. It looks so gorgeous. I love her face. I think this is pretty pretty since she ever painted her face. The makeup is beautiful. Um, but it's too simple. And it's not pockets. It's not pockets, honey. It's not so then it's that question's like, you look gorgeous and you just look, I, not even gorgeous. I think she looks stunning. I think she looks so beautiful in this look. Like, if you said that the challenge on the runway is bring your best drag, I'd have been like... This is this is gorgeous you drag. Did you did it. Work. Um, it's simp- still simple, but I would say this is gorgeous drag because she created hips using these quote-unquote pockets mm-hmm. uh, and then just had a... V- the the Because the same she had the same thing on top for her shoulders and just showed off her collarbone, showed off her beautiful skin, uh, beautiful makeup on her face, probably the best makeup, like I said, that I've ever seen her paint on her face, uh, beautiful wig. Regardless, she looks... Fucking amazing. Stunning. Phenomenal. Is this Pockets? No. no. Absolutely not. And I don't know who she thought she was going to convince. And I did watch the pit stop and take. I took a little bit from them because they were pushing the narrative that maybe she ran out of things to wear. Well, what other outfit did she have that she, she would have worn Pockets that would have been Pockets? I can't now. But, um, I mean, the other one that I had was the, the scientist look. Because I... I didn't watch the the, um, the pit, pit stop, stop, so I don't know what was talked about. But I have to think back, like, what other outfits did she have that would have been pockets? I don't know. And if this is something that she had said, this is my pockets runway, uh-huh. I'm like, you need to you need to fire whoever designed the dress uh-huh. because it's, it's just too pockets. nothing about it that's it's pockets. Two, because two if big you lift, bags. If you lift the bags from the side of the hips, They're I guarantee, guarantee you that... They're not attached. They're not attached. Mm-hmm. They're just holes. Yeah. And you're claiming it's pockets. Mm-hmm. And just because you put your hands in them doesn't mean they're mm-hmm. pockets, honey. No. Um, yeah, it's... She wasn't convincing anyone on that runway, and that makes me sad. Yeah. I have oh, no, to stop. give it a poop. Oh, I gave it an oop. Because she does... Like I said, she does look stunning, but I did not... Get it. I didn't get it. And so I couldn't poop it because she looks so fucking gorgeous but it's not the challenge yeah so I, then i hit that weird mark where it was like what do i do with this i was there too and i teetered a little bit more towards poop because it's just fully like i heard the assignment uh, yeah i'm not gonna do it yeah i'm gonna do this i feel you and i won't won't criti- criticize you for it but i i just didn't feel my my own personal Will could not poop it. And so I even in top five, I gave it an oop. I know. I'm not supposed to do... Wow. We're not supposed to do You're many oops. Moron. But how many oops did I give this season? Like one other one? <laughs> I, th- I think you gave like 12. Shut Anyways, the fuck up. <laughs> so Rosé's up next, and I'm living. Oh my god, honey, this is so gorgeous. I'm living. Where did this Rosé fashion all of a sudden come from? I don't no, I love it. It's so fashionable. Super mod. Oh. And I'm really into mod right now, which it's making it's it's a little bit where I'm like, this is the most perfect outfit ever. Cause this well, that's what this room is supposed to be. This room that we're mod. in right now is gonna be a bit of a mod room. Uh-huh. Um but I don't know. It's just hitting me at the right time, girl, because I was like I was there on the couch with my hands in the air, yassing. I feel like for you do that queen. a lot. Um, 
The pattern was really cool, interesting. The makeup is something totally different for Rosé. So Rose. different. Oh, my God. She popped up with, especially the way that she painted her uh, eyes, doing the crease with the eyeliner going around, like, yeah, from, a, from the center up. Yeah, was trying to make another lid. With a full eyeliner. Like, mm-hmm. she did amazing work on it this. It was near, it was like a very subdued and normal looking woman version of Trixie. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. Um, uh, especially I'm, with like the hair pulled back and like the big uh, poofy bun on top, um, or not bun, the big poofy ponytail. Brigitte that, Bardot. Yeah, um, '60s mod culture. I immediately knew what she was doing after the reveal. At first, I was like, "Are you doing one of those shapeless dresses again?" And then she took it off, and I was like, "What?" They have color wheels. Oh. Girl, it's 11 o'clock at night on a Tuesday. What are you doing? It's Easter, baby. <laughs> we got the whole week off. Uh, yeah. Uh, I love this monochrome moment as well. Because she painted her face black and white, essentially. Um, entirely. The dress is black and white. The only thing that has color is her lips and her hair. Yeah, but I don't care. Which no, is her hair was white. Blonde. It was very white. It was very, I mean, there was a tinge of yellow to it. But it was still quite. Quite, quite. Quite, quite. Quite, quite. But the the whole monochrome moment she was giving us was uh, a huge spoop to me. Because this is what I needed from Tina Burner this entire season. Was you, because Rosé loves pink. And we've seen it, we've seen pink the entire season. But we've also seen multiple moments where Rosé did not just give us pink. So you have to show us that versatility. And um, Tina Burner gave us one moment where she wasn't doing red, yellow, and orange, and then got sent home. Um, I'm not saying that she should have done red, yellow, and Uh, orange, but... Was that train track? Was that... That was not red, yellow, and orange. Oh, you're right. It was not. But it was disgustingly, horrendously ugly. It was a costume. And that's the thing. is like... No, we're not getting into that. Anyways, Rosé, chef's kiss. I give it a spoop. Spoop. Loved yes. it. Absolutely. But not my favorite on the runway. Mm. <laughs> okay. Okay. It was my favorite. Okay. I can understand. Understandably so. Mm-hmm. But my favorite is candy. No. I'm <laughs> um, I need a knife. What if I said that? Uh, you you would shit your pants. Next up to say just candy no, no, news. No. I would not shit myself. I would Stop you. <laughs> Lauren, come here. In the shoulder. <laughs> Not anything that's deadly, you know. Not Just me. enough so that you know what pain feels like. The way that I feel when I look at Candy Muse's dress. Next outfit. Mama, um, what is this? This is horrendous. This looks like... This looks like... So, do you remember in, like, elementary school when you would make chains out of construction paper? Yes. That's exactly this. what that this is. is this. this is this. Um, it, it, she's like trying to elevate a mod. She was trying to do like what Rosé did, but like elevated, just sort of like, uh, Marco Marco kind of like she wanted, mod, but like yeah. bright colors. She wanted to do one of those moments where we've seen, we saw on, uh, Drag Race Canada where we criticized the, um, paper looks paper that looks. they were trying to uh-huh. do like the whole like minimalist kind, minimalist kind of idea where it's just the strings around things and whatever and, and move on from that. Um, it didn't work. Oh, it was a nightmare. It was a huge nightmare. 
uh, did not work at all. So juvenile, um, the the wig needs to be burned, set on fire. I need it to be encapsulated and thrown into space. The makeup, messy, 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 mama. I know that you outlined your brows in the same color. Uh, Different, opposite colors. Opposite colors of the eyeshadow that you had. And then there's just kind of like streak marks of green and pink. Like some fucking weird Great Lash Maybelline moment all over your fucking face. And glitter everywhere. And this was her attempt to just... uh... And I think it was intentional, but I'm not sure. She was experimenting at this point. It's like, girl, you're at the top five. Why are you experimenting with your makeup? Are you trying to tell me this is Japanese Harajuku style? That's exactly what I wanted to criticize. I'm like, why are you trying to... That is full on one... Uh, tr- you're trying to uh, 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 appropriate a culture, kind of. Mm-hmm. But you're doing it in a way that's offensive. Because it's nothing like anyone would do. And I have to say, I feel like she was doing this, one, because Aja did it for her uh, talent show and did amazing on her talent show uh, when she did it for All Stars 3, Doing like a kawaii kind of like, let me take off all these different things and go into, you know, what she did. Uh, but I mean, if you're like an anime queen and you're trying to portray anime, you're, or kawaii also, you're, you must have some sort of like semblance. knowledge. Yeah, some semblance of, of, of idea. Of the culture, of the animes, of the mangas, of... Matsuri, yeah, but all all of that. I don't think Candy has any of that. Absolutely I think Candy not. Was like this is a look. This is what people do. I've seen it. People close to me have tried to teach me about it, and I, have I learned not about realized I, it. I, I heard about it one time, but I just went for it. I have not fully realized it, and I'm gonna mix it with fucking Marco Marco, which underwear. is exactly what we have seen about Candy every single look. Every single look this season has been a, I have an idea, it is not a fully realized concept, and my runway is trash. Like, every single time. Every single time. I am not, tell me one good candy runway. I dare you. Anyone. This is open, open critique to anyone. Please. I thought The Magician was somewhat Somewhat good. I didn't even like that one. I uh, I would also say that her entrance look of the denim with the denim, oh, you're right. The entrance uh, look was decent. I did did enjoy that one. But any other look after please, that, nothing. Please tell me uh, when she was in the top uh, for the acting challenge and she had that train look. That wig was a fucking mess. Her makeup was a disaster. She could see her panties. She didn't even have a train. Those are four things right there. Absolutely not. So qualified. Yes, and. For people to go and like, oh, she's in the top. Was she in the top? She was just there. She was just there. Um, I don't know. Uh, I have so many criticisms on that, and it makes me mad. Especially because on Twitter, uh, they were like, oh, season 13 is going to be known for the runways. And they showed Lala Ree in her bag look. Uh, and they showed Can- <laughs> Candy Muse in her alien outfit. In her any look. Yeah. They show, uh, fuck, who was the other one? Someone else, and they show Kenny Muse again in uh, this. And I was like, I love that Kenny Muse, who is now top four, or spoiler alert, but also because you should be listening, now top four, has been two of the four worst worst looks of season 13. 
Like I will give the worst look of season thirteen to uh, La Larry, but the second no 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 no. I hated that bag look, but I think because that was a a put together challenge. I hate that alien look more than that because that alien look was bought and prepared exactly for this challenge. Mm -hmm. So absolutely not because Lala Ree at least attempted to put a look together for this thing. I think the worst look of the season is the alien runway. runway, Absolutely. Hands down. Do not even fight me because I will fight you. So I, because that was paid for and bought for that exact situation. Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's it's a heavy, heavy poop. Oh, this look, yes, candy. absolutely. Not. Uh, I gave it a hard poop. This was a hard poop, again. Yeah, hard um, poop. It's it's not it's not uh, soft in any any form. No, it's, it's a very uh, firm poop. I didn't us. even give what I said. So I said, uh, "What the fuck is happening here? Nothing is falling where it should." Including her nasty cut wig. Uh, I don't get that. I just don't get it. Uh, uh, the glitter in face uh, doesn't make any sense to me. Um, why are you the way you are? Is what I wrote. Um, why are you so awful? Why are you so awful? Quickly. Um, quick attempt. Yes. Uh, explain quickly. Um, yes. Hard poop. Yeah. It's not good. It is an immediate. In the sense of a Dax exclamation point moment, you didn't get the challenge. You brought an awful, awful runway. You should both be sent home. Yes. Um, got Mick up next uh, with the smartest look on the runway. This was the most well thought out outfit. This is one of those things like, girl, would I have ever thought of this? No. no absolutely not. Um, at first I was like, got Mick, what's going on with this? Because you're wearing beige on the runway. Your hair is not great. <laughs> very ugly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know you have a reveal, but this better be a very good reveal to save yourself. And honey. That it was. Let me tell you. Um, I was waiting for them to come have shit stuffed in their pockets. Uh-huh. And that's what Gottmik did. Gottmik brought that, honey. Counterfeit jewelry flasher is the most perfect interpretation of pockets. That is hilarious to me. Uh, I love the shiny, shimmery little dance costume. Oh, she looks so hot in that. Ugh. Perfect way to tie everything together. Absolutely. Um, is this boob? Oh, Tell absolutely. Me what you gotta say. Uh, I was just so impressed. The whole gold bodysuit was just so great. I didn't even care that she was just wearing a bodysuit because she was showing she's off. She's not worn a bodysuit since. She has this not is worn like one a, of the first time. Correct. So, it's the first so time I'm we've seen mad. a bodysuit. Uh, um, there was the uh, undead runway where she had her little bodysuit that was uh, a yeah, yeah. dead woman. But yeah, that's fine. Uh, well, two bodysuits an entire season. I feel like there's the queens have done a lot, done that a lot more. Looking at you, Monet. Anyways, yes, I thought she looked amazing. The whole acting with she knew exactly what she was doing as a flasher, and I didn't know what a flasher was until I looked it up. And that's a whole thing in New York and L.A. Like where they're just walking around. Like, look, well, hey, there's flashers, to- and then there's flashers flashers in new york and new jersey and la are people that are like let me naked let me look look at this 
Let me sell you something. Yeah. Anywhere else, a flasher is somebody who is, is naked. naked under a trench coat. So it was kind of a mixed uh, mixed combo there. Um, and I think Gottmik did it so well. This is my favorite runway, honestly. Uh, I gave it a spoop, 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 spoop. Oh. I gave it a three spoops. I wasn't goop, but I gave it I gave it. I was not spoops. gooped either. I really love this runway, but I think my favorite was still probably Rosé. Rose. That's okay. Um, I think a very close match on that one. Yeah. Uh, so let me get to performances. Uh, and I didn't really write much because I said, who wrote this garbage-ass script? It's stupid. Okay, well, I like this. So I wrote something. Oh, um, tell us all about it. I thought Simone did much better the entire time than the episode edit provided us. Surprise. Yes, that's true. Um, Olivia was just Olivia the entire time. Yep. Uh, Rosé was really funny with her um, uh, physical comedy and just her one-liners and she overdid her one-liners which is exactly what you need to do in a acting challenge um candy was just candy no i don't i don't even want to say candy because she was just less it was like a muted version it was it was a muses version version of candy get it muses no muted version of candy yeah you're right it was a it was uh Kenny was like, ha, ha, ha. It's like, the judges were like, oh, What yeah. would happen if I turned on the, the toxic lights. shade button? And like, Shh. do you <laughs> not take any <laughs> advice from like Bob the drag queen when she acted up the fuck of her like, this, oh, 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 this. You'd be like, what if I turn on this? Toxic shade. This toxic shade. Toxic. Toxic. Like you. You are toxic. Shade. Because these scripts are created as scripts. But also. Yeah, they're not scripts. They're like guidelines. Guidelines. They're always guidelines. That's what scripts are. As an actor, you're like, okay, my character would probably do something more. Do something more and see if the directors like it. And if the directors like it, it gets put in the fucking script. Surprise! I don't know. And she didn't do that. So that's on her. So uh, Gottmik, I think, was the funniest in this entire thing. But Gottmik was fed this funniest. Yes, but she was also a little bit more of, like, uh, uh, physical comedy. Correct. But, but I, I do it. agree that she she excelled. Mm-hmm. Um, Rose was a little bit more of a vocal comedy. I didn't have anything important, so I just was. But that's the thing: is no small queens. No, I'm sorry, no, no small, small parts, parts, only small queens. Yes. Um, the two front runners of this episode are definitely Gottmik and Rose. Oh, There's absolutely. No question about There's it. no question. Um, I think that they brought two different styles of comedy to this challenge. Uh-huh. Uh, like I said before, I hate, hate, hate the script. I think it was a stupid challenge. I liked it. I did not like the script. I did not like the production. Um, regardless, I think that uh, it had no effect on the performances of the queens. Mm-hmm. They were going to do whatever they did anyway. Yeah. Um, and we got front runners of Rosé and Gottmik. And I think that's very fair. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, also, my favorite thing was like, Candy Muse was like, I did well in the last acting challenge. I did well in the stand-up company. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do super well here. I'm like, 
your past performances do not um, have any bearing on what you're going to do next. Honey. Your past performance as the acting challenge left you in a weird spot because you were not good enough to be in the top, the top. Uh, but not horrible enough to be in the bottom. Exactly. And she was, that was the train look that she was left somewhere. And people keep saying she was high. And no. I was like, I don't understand why she was considered high. She, I think she was. Maybe high when she thought of her performance. It was because it was runway look. Th- at at that time there were plenty enough queens to be. That was a good joke. Did ta- you hear it? I'm sorry. Say it again. She said, "I said maybe she was high when she thought of her performance and her runway look." <sighs> so there was a. <laughs> that was hilarious. There was a wasted. time. It's wasted on your horrible, stupid bitch ass. That was at the time where there was enough queens to have a top three and top. Uh, in a bottom three, but I think at that time there was a bottom four and a top two. Like, I don't know at why. At that time I was like, why is Candy not in the bottom? Because it was the criticism that they were like, there were so many criticisms they gave to her about her outfit. And then the only thing that they were like, oh, you did good in the challenge. But all the rest of it, like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, that doesn't make her high in the challenge. It makes her probably low, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, should have been four low. Like, like the bar. And then she's just like standing on standing on the bar that should have been like a neutral i don't know why she was safe but whatever yeah i don't know i don't know why she wasn't just safe uh but and someone else was in the high whatever uh so in the main stage asks uh <gasps> the dreaded question who should go home and why and so pretty much everyone says olivia and gives some sharp reasons uh jesus so yes simone is first saying there's no hard feelings this is just what i feel i feel like olivia should Uh go home and then olivia comes on and it's like i don't think i should go home but i can't say anyone else's name and i'm like girl well so for her to say like i don't want to say myself meant that she thought that she should go home and i was like girl we already hear your uh your resignation in your voice and I mean, yeah, exactly. But c- being America's Next Drag Superstar is about charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. And Have the, the nerve to the say nerve. a name. Say somebody else. It's obviously not you because you're trying to win. Exactly. If you're not trying to win, just be like, okay, Jenny Lemon, I'm out. I'm out. Bye. Why are you still here? Exactly. Give it a nerve. I mean, obviously the other option is candy. It's candy or you. Yes. So pick fucking candy's name. Honestly, Don't she could have said anyone else's name. She could have said a reason for whatever. Say fucking Simone or Rose. Because yeah. they're strong and I want them to leave. Yeah. That yeah, I was disappointed with that. I was. Um Especially since Rue was like, I'm not letting you not answer. Yeah. What because Rue has let people not answer before, but she was like, So who do you gonna who are you gonna sit at home? Like mm, let me yeah. know. Um I do love Rose because as soon as she's maybe the edit, but Rose is asked her, asked the question and Rose was like, Olivia, uh-huh. she's just not performing the same as us. Yeah. And I was like, Ooh. Ooh. Child. Rose, she's not playing around. Uh-uh. Um, and then, of course, uh, all the other queens say Olivia as well. Uh-huh. When Olivia says, which got mixed, I think it was the most like dagger. She was like, all of us have shown up, and we've done our like growing and exploring, and we figured out who we are. And Olivia has not. And, and Rose did have a dagger too, but uh, Rose's was kind of just like she was like, listen, you know this, and I know this. Yeah. This is like a pinprick. Like you're not feeling stabbed here yeah 
got mixed was a little bit more was like, very like hey did you realize that i have a knife in your back <laughs> i guess i just stabbed your I'm kidney gonna, i'm gonna push it yeah um, and like that's what the untucked was about and we don't talk yeah. about the untucks normally at all but like the untucked was very much she was like mm. oh what the untucked was stupid it was yeah it was you want to talk about the untucked <laughs> I don't have any notes. I don't have notes. We can talk about it. I, I mean, it's, it's in perfectly here. Yeah. But Candy fucking fake. I don't. Okay. I, I don't say fake. Don't no, say no, fake. No, 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 no. Candy uh, portraying a, a panic attack. Uh-huh. I've had a panic attack. That's not what it's a panic not attack a panic attack. Like. Absolutely not. I said the same thing to Savannah. I was like, I've had two panic, t- panic attacks in my life. And not a single time have I been like, oh, yeah, I can just walk I around. I need to leave. Uh, I need some air. I need, I need go. some water. I need no, to go mine's away. Like, I'm going to die. I will die. I need to, like. I'm, I'm going to die right where I am. Everything ceases to exist. I have tunnel vision. I cannot walk away from where I'm going. I cannot walk. I need to sit down. I need to breathe. Uh. A, I have nothing. There's I nothing. I can't drink water. Uh-uh. Absolutely not. I'm going to die. I'm shaking. I'm like free- the the panic attack that I'm seeing is um uh what was her name uh I follow on Twitter shit the oh. one from Canada's Drag Race Juice Box Juice Box there you go um she had a panic attack. I can believe that mostly that she like had hers a full was on even stop. more so like uh, hers is more believable than candy's. Candy's sure, absolutely mine was still even like oh worse than that. Absolutely, I agree. I can't speak to you. Uh uh-uh. I'm not gonna respond to you talking to me. Uh uh-uh. uh. Mine was shaking and crying. I, I like full on like mine was like <gasps> yes that too. <sighs> Breathing mass amount, shaking and crying. <sighs> gasping for air as i'm like shaking and crying like that was my panic attack yeah this is this was not a panic attack honey this was mad this was this was you feeling feeling mad and when he took the took the pulse and the blood pressure blood pressure was high but i'm not gonna say that uh blood pressure you're on a you're on a competition show obviously you're gonna have and in the moment of a drag race, and you're runway, angry and upset, you're gonna have high blood you're pressure. Have high blood pressure and a high heart rate. Also, 180 over whatever it is is, is it's high, but like not. It's not deadly. It's not deadly high. Um, also, the heart rate was like 118 or 112 or something like that. It's like, uh, that's not heart. That's she, my resting heart she rate. She said heart racing, and I was like, heart racing is between 180 and 120. And 220. My you heart were... rate right now is 375. <laughs> I was like, that's not heart racing. All this stuff is not a panic attack. None of this is a panic attack. None of this is even racing. None of this is even abnormal. You're just angry. And that's what you're feeling. And you may not have eaten eaten at this point. You may not have drank much water. And that's all you fucking eat. Drink some fucking water. Eat a little bit of food. And then you'll be fine. And we know before from Candy's confessionals that she has problems with anger. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. So she's can, angry. You don't know how to deal with your anger. And so you're in a moment where you're like, I'm not going to talk to anyone because I'm mad. So I'm going to come up with an excuse so I don't have to talk to so anybody. So I can leave. And you leave during the special guest coming on? Cynthia Revo took this time to try to make you feel better because she Absolutely. thought that you were ill. And you're going to be a fucking misery to her. Mm-hmm. You and get up and leave. And then she even takes the time, time to come back 
to you sitting away from everyone else to do the same thing. And she like to talk to just you, just you, on your and own. you're still just like, yeah, okay, mm, yeah, mm-hmm, okay, okay, mm, thanks, bye, I love you. Like, yeah, yeah, you did a great job, you did a great job. I don't know. The entire talk to I was just like, uh, this is not a panic attack. This is not a panic attack. This yeah. is not a panic attack. I and will I was not like, uh, in uh, I will not support or uh talk bad about candy muse because the, obviously there's people out there that are her fans because she's made us top four top so there's people out there that care about her and obviously there'll be the people that like you're trying to cancel drag race or whatever candy muse is fine to do whatever drag she wants i don't believe her panic attack i don't care to watch her anymore i don't think she belongs where she is i do not believe she's a top four material at all Single single ounce of me does not believe that she's top four material. And she is. So obviously I'm wrong. But uh it's I don't no, believe it's I don't deserving. think you're wrong. I think that you are seeing what we all see and that the producers are putting her on there just to create a spectacle. Yeah, but just, there's people out there that are like, Yes, Candy Muse, top four. Oh, absolutely, material. there are. And they're like, Stop attacking the queen, you're being so toxic. We're not being toxic. We are having our own opinions about these. If, if I went to talk to, to Candy Muse's page, it was like, You're a fucking bitch, how fucking dare you like that would be different. I'm not doing that. We're talking about our opinion on drag race, period. Uh if I gotta change things around I would have sent Olivia home versus Denali. Denali would have sent, I don't know who would have sent who home, but Utica would have been gone. And then, or Candy, well. It would have been. Uh, Utica would have done the same thing. Did Tina go before Tina Denali? Did. No. It would have been uh, Olivia and then Tina and then Probably Denali Utica. Yeah, it would probably have been Utica. And then. Um, Denali would have sent all these beaches home. I yeah. have no argument with that. I even saw her pocket runway and I loved it. Like, poor Denali. She was. Denali robbed. was the one. She was absolutely robbed. And I want her to come back for All Stars so bad. I know she will immediately because she was already a queen who was so elevated and ready to do her shit. Uh, she was only robbed because uh, we were Television. judged. We were judged as a, a unit. And the two that should have been in the bottom should have been Tina and Olivia. Not fucking denali but here we are because denali has already done more outside of drag before the drag race isn't even even ended because she's created this whole chicago's drag drag unity she's gone out there and done her skating videos of all the lip sync so far uh she just she created her own soda <laughs> i mean she's done all the challenges already she's like look I'm a fucking bitch. I can like, win. Let let you tell me that I don't know what I'm doing. Exactly. Denali knows exactly what she's doing. She knows exactly how to be Amer- uh, America's next top drag queen. Uh, fuck. Yeah, I'm super uh, upset with this season. Well, I was and upset. I'm normally upset with the season a little bit, but this season is just like, this is silky grade. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what exactly what I was about to say was season 11 was the same situation where we got down to the top 
seven, top six, whatever it was. And they were like, oh, we're going to judge these by groups. And that's how they sent Sugarcane home. Because Sugarcane had been doing well, doing very well the entire competition. They were like, oh, Sugarcane, you were the worst of your group. But you did the worst here out of your group. Which is not even fucking true. Uh, Even though the other group had two people who were absolutely terrible, there was two other people who carried the group to make it better, uh, which were Vanji and Silky. So it was like, what 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 are we looking at here? Um, so Sugarcane got sent home. Sugarcane's another one I need to come back because Sugarcane's beautiful, amazing, and has been doing amazing work. So, fuck. Anyways, um, we get it. You and I are angry. Yes. So who's your top and who's your bottom? My top would be Got Make as the winner, uh, and then Rose very close behind her. Yeah, me too. Uh, opposite. Uh, Rosé is the winner and Got Mick is a very I'm okay with that, um, Obviously, bottoms are Olivia and Candy. I don't have any other answers besides that. Uh, Simone was, it was like the top three and then the bottom two, like, way behind it. Yeah. Who's no competition. Um, I like the way they did that, too, because they didn't even do like a, oh, Simone, you might be in the bottom. It was like, yeah, like Simone, Simone, you're still you're in the top. You're safe. Please, like, we have no criticism. Please go Head back to your safe. over to the safe. top four lounge. And, and you two are terrible. Like, yeah. let's talk about this. Um, And then we get a lip sync. We got a lip sync for Stronger uh, by Cher. And once again, I have to ask, who do you think won this lip sync? Olivia won the lip sync. 100%. No questions 10, asked. 10,000%. Olivia destroyed the slip sync. Yes. Candy was uh, d- doing. Candy was doing my level of drag. Yes. Of the of performance of. Let me dance stronger. around the stage and just stomp. And just be like, I'm a little bit awkward and I'm a man. And she didn't get. I already can't understand what she's saying, but her lip syncs are not great as well. Not clear. Not no. clear. So it was just... Just flapping lips. Flapping lips, honestly. And Olivia gave us that lip sync. She gave us all the words. She was clear and precise. Mm-hmm. And Candy was just like, I have to do everything that I can do, but the best I can do is... Uh, Throw some glitter in the air. Yeah, it's fucking a two ninety nine taco at Jack in the Box. Uh-huh. Like you, absolutely not. Candy this... should have gone home this this episode as well. This is now what the third time that she should have gone home. Uh... Yeah, Candy was fucking awful. It was the most uh, upset of a lip sync that I think we saw the whole season. Yeah. Well, besides the fact that Candy her, should have gone home for Simone, her, her Simone. and Simone suddenly was a double lip sync because Simone destroyed her on but that lip sync. But Candy too. did much better in that lip sync than she did in this one. Correct, but and Olivia did less than Simone. Yes, but Simone did way more than Candy in that lip sync, so that mm-hmm. should have been the the kicker. The kicker. The double save should have been Olivia and Denali. That that was a lip sync that both of them did extremely Slayed. well. Um, I don't know. So then we get our a super disappointing news. Is that Candy is the one who's staying. And Olivia's going home. And so the internet is up in arms. And so Candy's like, well, fuck you, I'm in the top bar. Welcome to Candy's Drag Race. And I'm like, 
Yeah, that's not something that you should brand yourself with because you you literally just asked the question, are you worried about being perceived by other people outside of this? And you obviously aren't. <laughs> and I mean, I don't care because I'm not going to buy into any candy experience. Absolutely I'm not going not. to see candy. I'm not going to buy any candy's merch. Absolutely not. Um, candy got there because she... The producers let her louder. Yeah. And Olivia was never going to win. No. And I knew which that. Which is, is fair, but I don't think it... I mean, it's it's not fair, which I think is valid. Uh, well, see, I felt the way about Olivia that I felt about Akira Davenport. Was like, I knew that she was going to go far because she's a beautiful, amazing queen. But did I think she was going to win? Mm-mm. No. And I was happy for her to go as far as she did. Yeah. She is a beautiful, amazing queen. Yeah. Did I have other queens that I wanted to support instead? Yes. Yes. Um, and that's the way I feel. But I mean, uh, if Denali were in Olivia or Candy's place, I would say, baby, it's close. I'd be way much happier and absolutely think like it was anybody's game. When people are like, oh, look at this top four. It's anyone's game. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Hold on. Look at the top three. It's anyone's game. Candy is Simone, not Rose, even Gottnick, close. Simone, Rosé, Gottnick, and Candy? No. Candy is not going to win. It's, this is the Roxy Andrews situation. We already mm-hmm. know that Roxy Andrews is not Just anywhere close to the top. Dragged by her fucking weave uh-huh. all the way to the top. Exactly. Uh, it's definitely... I mean, as it stands, it's Rosé, Got Mixed, or Simone's Drag Race. I swear to God, if if Candy somehow wins, I don't know that I can continue. I really don't. I say that every year. I know I'm going to watch again, but I will... I'll watch again. I don't know that I could record a podcast about it after that. I'm not going to lie. You're going to record this fucking podcast with me, you fucking cunt. <laughs> I will be livid. I will be red in the face. All the time, I will find Honestly, RuPaul. I'll be upset and pissed off if she makes it to the top two. Like, there's no way that she can beat those three. Like, I don't know what, what it will be because it's obviously not um, based on preceding drag races because no. it's, it's a weird covid thing. It's also based on whoever the fuck is... Whoever the fuck they want. They want... Because, like, at least we got until, what, through season eight, nine, even, that we got to see drag queens that were actually good that made it to the top. Like. Yeah. Whatever. Um, It's definitely not Candy's race. And if Candy does go farther than being eliminated as soon as we start the next episode, a bitch will be like, huh? Um. So, we do obviously know our top four is Candy, Gottmik, Rosé, and Simone. Which are three that we already... Three, three we of them we, we guessed, yes. And the fourth one was the toss-up. But um, who is your winner? My winner is Gottmik, honestly. I love Simone as my other winner. And I do love the journey that we've seen from Rosé as well. Uh, I would love to see... Um, Simone and Simone versus Gigi on a uh, All Stars. Mm-hmm. I will not lie, um, and also Rose on a All Stars. I think, but these. Sorry, I don't mean to keep interrupting you. 
I think. Uh, that but you do so. These three queens are the, as Rose said in Untucked, they are queens that came in that to, knew exactly who they were. Yeah, and to to play. So seeing any of these three queens come right back on to an All Star season, I would be okay with. Be, and you know, I've criticized this in the past, but I would be okay with seeing them come back for All Star Seven right away. Me too. Um, I think that Simone is the winner. Okay. Just be because okay with of that. the track record uh-huh. and the um, the personality. Yeah. Simone has uh, just a hundred times, not a hundred times. She has a more uh, bountiful personality than the other queens. Mm-hmm. Um, Rosé and Gottmik. They've got a lot of personality, but it's not as infectious as see, Simone. I look at Gottmik, and you talk about um, track record. She's never been in the bottom. She's not, but not Simone time. has won four times. Correct, and Gottmik's won three. Yeah. And Rosé's won three. And, and Gottmik has not ever been in the bottom, and Simone has been in the bottom twice. Rosé was only in the bottom for her uh, lip sync for her lies. Yeah. At the beginning. Um. Yeah, I, I just don't know. There's something just so infectious about Simone that I think yeah. that uh, it's impossible for RuPaul to deny, mm-hmm. as well as uh, a Mabrico. Mm-hmm. Um Honestly, and I also think there is a bit of a bias that RuPaul likes queens that are like her, and Simone is the most like RuPaul. Yeah. Also, uh, Rosé, apparently, according to the internet. Uh, Rosé has the best track record of any queen since Bianca, I believe. Mm, a sailor. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's no, just... I think she has a better track record than Bianca at this point. Yeah, I think is what someone said on Twitter. Because Rosé's won four challenges and not been in the bottom. Ever. Ever. Yeah. I just, there's that thing about... Um, like bringing the like everybody love yeah that Simone brings yeah that I agree. the other two don't which yeah. makes me think that she's led I mean it's obviously after RuPaul's own image so I think that Simone is the more of like the inclusive like uh bringing love to the masses yeah kind of thing and see I look at um. It, the question every year is who is America's next drag superstar? And by that, ever since season mm. nine, asking that question. Ever like, since season seven, I would say. Okay, that's valid. Who is going to elevate the stage of drag? Like, who's going to bring that, like, next level? I would level? also say season six. So, I mean, the people that make the runway or make the. the I'd say every the, season, actually. Going back to season three, Raja. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raja yeah. was a different queen. Uh, Sherry Needles was the spooky queen that. Well, I'm talking no one... in the sense of like media. Like, uh, who... Sherry Needles. I would say Raja more than Sharon. Oh, yes, but. Like bringing like a talent that is um, adjacent to RuPaul's Drag Race. Raja did it with. Uh, well, she was on America's Next Top Model beforehand, but she created the. Uh, and it's with RuPaul's help, obviously, but uh, the a Tudor boot mm-hmm. making that like people watch the um, what do they call it? 
Raja and Raven. Hmm. Review. Review, yeah. Where they review all the looks. They're YouTube famous adjacent to to the show. Uh Um, Uh-huh. Jinx and Bendela have had... Created a whole special. whole specials. Um... Violet Trotsky created an entire fashion line. Mm, uh, Bianca has created numerous comedy shows. She's created five that have sold out internationally. Internationally. Uh, Trixie and Katya, obviously, Uh have made the most popular drag uh, talk show. Bob the Drag Queen has created uh, several comedy shows. As well as podcasts. Mm -hmm. Sasha Velour created a whole app with uh quibi before it mm-hmm. went under but that's not 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 related uh, and a, a a very successful new york drag show mm-hmm. um, aquaria did something aquaria was pretty and then <laughs> um season 11 Evie oddly i it's too new for her to Evie oddly has not had some she's, good looks she's since a bunch. Then. Um, um jade essence hall is out there doing the most right now she really is i love jade She's she's just... doing her shit on Twitter and she cracks me the fuck up. So that's when I look at this and I'm like, okay, what? Who is the one that's going to create a talent outside of the drag race? But also fashion. I look at fashion. I'm like, wh- there's three there's three venues there. So the winner, in my opinion, is Simone. Mm-hmm. I think she's the one that's geared towards that the best. Rose would be the best out of RuPaul's fandom. For a career. I think she'd do really well with comedy. That, yes. She's already with Stephanie's Child, which Uh is... Um, But I think she could have some sort of um, internet stardom or Mm -hmm. local stardom. And then Gottmik, I think, resides a little bit more in the fashion realm where Uh uh, designers are going to take their cues Designers are going to eat that shit up, especially because she's a trans artist. They're going to be like, oh, look at how inclusive we are. Regardless of that, buy... she has great fashion. Oh no, no, I and I'm not saying that. No, no, I don't think so either. But I, I absolutely know she has great fashion. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> industries are going to try and make money off of her hardcore trans by saying, fashion. like, look at this trans person that's our face of all this stuff. It's like, no, 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 you don't get to do that. Like, <laughs> oh, but they will. It, I'm sure if they're paying her lots of money, and I hope that she's asking for lots of money for all those things, and I'm okay with that. But like, milk that money, girl. Get that, get that coin. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I had to roll my eyes at all those companies that are just like, oh yeah, I'm totally fashion trans 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 forward because we have a trans artist here. It's like, have you been? Are you mm-hmm. what? What are you donating to trans uh, youth? What are you donating to make sure the Arkansas bill gets repealed? Mm-hmm. Uh, because all that shit. Is what we need to it's do. Real it's and real and it's happening. So fucking do something about it. Uh, I don't like this company that are just like, yeah, look at us, we're gay. It's like, what are you doing? What What are you doing? What 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 are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing to help us? You know. Uh, anyways, I think it's anybody's game between Rose, Simone, and uh, Gottmik. I will 100% not be upset about any of those three winning. I will yes. celebrate all three. If Kenny somehow gets to top two, I will be pissed. If Kenny somehow wins, uh. I do not know how we will process my feelings. Yeah, this podcast will turn into a just like a fiery inferno that it consumes all. Um, just find ways to just cancel candy. <laughs> have we not found the majority numerous of the ways? Numerous ways. Are? Numerous ways. 
Mm, anyway, um, mm. we're coming up on two hours and Jesus. 15 minutes. So uh, you want to wrap this bitch up? Absolutely. Ooh. Um, well, I'd like to thank your sister podcast, Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. Of course. Because they like to bring us all the uh, recent and also in the past things of uh, LGBTQ history. Um, they bring us uh, a youthful gaze. Yeah, I heard that there's some like a hundred year old that looks like a 40 year old. 28. <laughs> Oh, me. 46 year old I am on their podcast and I bring us uh, some youth culture every once in a while um, to let you know that there's gays even now uh, there are gay people currently currently if you can believe it uh, and why it relates to youth culture uh, while they're also educating all of us about um, our gay ancestors history. correct because gay history is not just 1969 onward uh, we had a lot of shit that happened before that that led to where we are now. Uh, so that's Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at Facebook and Instagram. Uh, talk Gay Stuff on Twitter. And you can send them an email at Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at gmail.com. Of course, we'd love to thank our... Um, it's like a mom, but it's not like an aunt who... She's a, like a stepmom that put us in a well. I love Wells. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's our spoopy podcast at ourspoopypodcast.com. Our spoopy podcast brings you the latest and greatest in um, insert stuff. what you're afraid of. Uh, insert what you're insert what you're afraid of. That's a machete right up the sniz. 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 It could be an asshole, too. Oh. So that's our spoopy podcast at ourspoopypodcast.com. Our spoopy podcast on face on Instagram. Our spoop on Facebook. And our spoopy <laughs> on Twitter. You could also, um, you could uh, compose an email for us compose and send an it email. to uh, ourspoopypodcast at gmail.com. We'd like to thank our... Uh, OG sponsor Economy Works. Economy Works. They are a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help writing job descriptions, conducting marketing marketing analysis, or managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works. When we work, the Economy Works. Find out more about Economy Works at economyworks.com. That's E C O N O M I W O R K S dot com. Economy Works. Yeah. That was good. That was good. That was fresh. Um, yeah. Now we are. <laughs> Now yeah. we're back. Now we're back. Just for two more for seconds. For two seconds to be like, before we're like, we get, get Ruby, Ruby with it? it?